are looking live, courtesy of Brent Musburger and his career at Radio Row. It's a Super Bowl Wednesday, live from Radio Row inside the Mall of America. And what happens on Wednesday is it actually becomes full-blown bedlam here on Radio Row, especially when this man walks into the room. Tony Bruno, Miss Robin, Luigi Curto here. Great party last night. Except I didn't see this guy at the party last night. Wasn't in town. Oh, that's right. I thought you were here, but you were in L.A. yesterday and then flew in last night. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us live right out of the gate here. And by the way, the program brought to you by Thin Optics. Always with you and also with you. You can order your Thin Optics now and get 15% off your order by using the promo code Bruce. And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. When you check it out, have you checked it out, Andrew Cecilia? I, 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 I have not. No. No, but you don't need reading glasses, right? You're still young enough to... Uh... Oh, I'm, I'm losing it. I'm getting old. So then we're going to give I'm you a getting bear. old. Put this on your phone. Didn't you, you give me one of these last year? Yeah, did you okay. not use them? I think it, I think it got lost on the way home. You, you no have offense, to put it, it wasn't on your you. Damn it's phone. not you. It's me. It's ridiculous. Oh no, no, I am not. I here's what I won't do. I will carry it with me, but I am not one of these people that does like the, like, carry all that stuff on the back of your phone. Why not? The phone's big enough. I don't need a. No, but brick here's the good pocket. part. So, because you always have your phone with you. This way you will never be looking around and not be able to see when because you're doing the, the one thing that you have with you all the time is your phone. So you have just a small... Exactly. Tony has something extra. He has like a little pop, pop socket on there. And I got pop lock But you don't need too, that. Yeah. I don't want that. No, but that, if you just have the little case, it's flat, it's flush, Robin, you can't see it. Andrew Siciliano from the NFL Network is too big for this stuff. That's not what I'm saying. I, I'm saying that, <laughs> you know... Pants are getting tighter and tighter these days, and the bigger and bigger your phone is in your pocket, it annoys me. Who puts me. the pants? You don't put your phone in your ba- in your pant pocket. Where do you put it? You put it up in your lapel. All right, so I put the radiation right into my heart. Instead. Exactly okay. right. That will help it, actually. Am I loud? Uh, no, you're Italian, and half Italian, and half hey Jewish. Oh. By the way, it's not, it's not, I was going to say Shabbat Shalom, but it's only Wednesday. It is only Wednesday. <laughs> however, however, I always tell people that if they want to say something like that, it, it is still a, 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 a good tiding. So... It, it is well accepted. It is Thank happily you. accepted either way. How are you? I'm good. It's a tradition because Andrew and I have to do this because we did a bunch of Super Bowls, including legendary ones. The legendary ones. Detroit was legendary. Yes. Was it not? Uh, I, I, was just, I just did a show with Brian Billick on NFL Network. That was our first Super Bowl together, the Ybor City Super Bowl. Ybor City and Tampa, The, the Ravens and Los Gigantes. The Gigantes. Yes. And, we, and Andrew and I did the morning. So we were on the air at 5 a.m. Pacific to 9 a.m. Pacific. Right. So that means when we were going outside of cities, outside of the time zone, we would do the show a little well, later, which made it better. Tampa was fine at 8 o'clock. There was still one or two days where I don't know how we got on the air, even with either. an 8 a.m. kickoff. The, the bad year, as we tell stories of debauchery past, the bad year was San Diego. San Diego, hello. Because, because that was still a 5 a.m kick. That is correct. Yes. And then Michael Urban was with us and uh, everybody was working and uh, we were doing the mornings and then there were parties all day and all night and we were on the, uh, the we were in the gas lamp until it closed, which it didn't. It, 
and it was yeah. awesome. I, and and I, I'm, I'm, I feel bad that San Diego's out of the mix because that's one of the great Super Bowl cities, yeah. and it's never going to happen again. And, and the thing that I always tell people, and I know, and I, by the way, to quote the old PSA, from you, I learned it from you, right, except there's no shoebox in the bottom of a closet here, <laughs> right, it, is that we're doing this for the fans. Yes, it's not right? for because, our personal right, And this sounds amazingly stupid and arrogant here. But <laughs> obviously fans, not every fan can come to the Super Bowl, right? So you, Tony Bruto, may be burning the candle at both ends, and you may be partying with, with, with big wigs and rubbing shoulders and kissing babies and shaking hands. And slapping backs. And, and doing all that thing. But you're doing it so that the fans can experience it too. Exactly right. right. You, you want them to live it through you. You're not being unprofessional by staying out all night. No, and I'm, I'm not no, staying out all night. No, you know why? No, no. The no difference now is we used to show, in your beard. No, we used to show up and You're doing our, it for the fans. Exactly, but the, back then we used to show up and just sit down and all the equipment would be ready and we'd get our notes together, we'd do the show, we'd be done. We'd go to the hotel, take a nap, and then go out and hit it all night. And that's what I'm trying to teach young Andrew Siciliano. Andrew Siciliano. Young Luigi Curto. Okay. Yeah. No, when, when you were young, we were working together. And I do the same thing now with Luigi, but he, the difference is, I did it with you and Mark Will, everybody I ever worked with who was younger, I would always, like, give you the business. We had Rip Andrew Tuesdays on national radio, right? Mm, it was Rip Andrew... Thursday or Tuesday? It was Thursday. We would have... And, and what did Andrew... Not Rip did Andrew, Andrew Monday through Friday? No, no. It was, no, designated. <laughs> it was designated Rip Andrew Tuesday because I wanted him to learn. I wanted to harden him. I wanted to make him better. I wanted to be like the Carson Wentz to make everybody around me better. Did you learn anything from working with me all those years at Fox I, Sports Radio in I, Los I Angeles? I, I, I learned. I learned that it's. Uh, I learned to do radio, and I mean that like all joking aside. Like I thought I knew a little bit about radio, but it's always you don't know what you don't know, and so I'm, I'm going to make you feel hopefully old? not that old. But I've told you this before when I was at school. I would, you know, when you're cramming on a Sunday for an exam at on a Syracuse, Monday, by the way, ladies at Syracuse, I would listen to you and Peter Brown and Chuck Wilson and the, you know, the weekend shows. And then I got to L.A. and then they threw us together. And uh, I don't know, somehow it worked. But yeah, I, the, I, honest to goodness, and I mean this. I'm there not is looking not for a, a trivia. No, no, no. I want you to. No, no, no. There is not a day here. goes that goes by where there isn't at least. I don't want to say something that I stole from you, but but something that I learned from you in terms of, like for example, the weather. Everyone is bitching and moaning yep, about the exactly. cold. No fan at home cares that we're cold. I'm not cold. No one in the meet. No fan at home is going, man. I I really feel for those guys on NFL. Exactly. Like, that's why I don't complain they about are the cold. Okay. And that's no, what I'm trying to teach young Luigi here. That you can't be a bitter, broken, angry Philadelphian like right. I am, because I am one of those guys. Right. And most of the fans are there because of the years of abuse and losing. And then I try to teach him, and then he gets angry, not realizing that deep down inside, and tell him that this is making him a better person, a better broadcaster, a better human being. It is? Eventually <laughs> it will. Luigi, do you have a crazy uncle? Uh, several. Okay. Well, now you have another one. I just like a ba- it's like a right. no, that, 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 this that's is how right. I always used to refer to Tony. Maybe not to your face. But here, here, here's my favorite story. <laughs> no, because we all love our crazy uncle. Right. Right? Now you're, you're now I see the look on your face. Now you don't know how, you know how to deal with that. No, I do. I, I, I mean that in a good way. Here, here's one of my favorite Super Bowl stories, and we have we have a lot of good ones. 
So that first one in in uh, in Tampa, yes. right? Where in the what does they call that? It's not the the Ebor Ebor, right? Ebor City was so the there was sub, little community. It's like a suburb. Right. No, it's right. It's like outside. It's right outside the city. It was like a Madden party or something. Yeah. I, I don't remember. And it was in one of those bars slash restaurants. Yep. Right there on the main strip. And uh, my buddy's inside. He's like, "Hey, come in." So I go to the front door, and they're like, "Yeah, no, it's not like there. We're full. We're at capacity." Sorry, man, can't let you in. We're at capacity. So he's like. We can make this happen. Come around the side. This is my buddy who's inside. So he opened up a ground floor window, and I rolled through the window. <laughs> to into, the walls, in, of course. Right, into the, a, into the EA party. So the next day, you're, gonna, you're not going to like this story. You thought that I dropped your name to get into the party, and you were furious that I was using your name to get no, into the party. No, I wasn't. And I'm like... I climbed in a stinking window to get into the party. <laughs> Are you kidding me? And that's what Luigi's going to have to do at the EA party this year, I think. Because I'm in the game. This is before I was in the game. Right, right. And so I'm in the game, and every year at the, I have to, like, beg to get into the EA party. I'm like, there's, like, every practice squad guy in the NFL, guys who played, who never even played but looked like players. Yeah, get practice into the squad party. Play, pay, pays well these days. I know, but yeah. those guys show up and they get into the EA party. I'm in the freaking game in 05, 06, and 07. It's in the game. And I got to beg to get into the EA party? Is that not an outrage? Sure. It is an yeah, outrage. It's an outrage. That is no, an should outrage. I not no. get into the EA party? Should I be, not be grandfathered in? Being a grandfather type guy. Well, we, 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 <laughs> thank you. You beat me to the punchline. <laughs> we could go pick up a copy of it and just and like, here's my ID. That's right. You know and I mean? Ray oh, Lewis is going to get into the Hall of Fame Saturday. That's actually right? a great idea. I got that. He's on the front of the box. Mm -hmm. And I'm. A, did I ever give you a copy of Madden 05 yeah. or 607? Yeah. I think I still played on my Sega Dreamcast. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, Sega I tried Saturn. to sell on eBay a couple of years ago. Nobody wanted my Sega Dreamcast. If anyone wants me, reach out. Once the dream, you have to thing. go in. You have to go on that site. Uh, let it go. Have you seen it? Where the woman's no. with the, the woman's parachuting out of a plane with a with a oh. with a sewing machine, and she, and the guy's holding her, and he she says he says, do you really use that sewing machine? She says, no, I'd like to sell it. And then they they post it up while they're flying, right. and then a guy comes down in another parachute. I'll take it. So that meaning that they you can sell anything and let it go, even if you're skydiving. So you can sell that Sega Dreamcast, and they're not even a sponsor. Let it go. <laughs> let it go. Which wasn't wasn't that the theme from Frozen? Frozen. Yeah. Frozen, yes. Did you see Frozen? Uh, I, I have. I have. Uh, I have two nieces. So yes, I have absolutely seen Frozen. See, that's a man right there. Yeah. And you're how old are you now, Andrew? I am now 43. Depressed. I'm a man. I'm 40. I I'm I am yeah right up there with Mike Gundy without the mullet, however. Exactly. Although, Although I, I got did have one at my bar mitzvah. Did that you have a mullet? Exists. Yes. Love that stuff. It was 1987. It was scary. Andrew Siciliano, ladies and gentlemen. A Torah and a mullet to go, please. A Torah and a mullet. How does that work? What do you mean? Well, yeah, the weird ones what are the guys mean? who already have the, the, I, I the, bald, the bald circle. I just had the party in the back thing. The bald circle, yeah. and it looks like they already have a, a yarmulke on. Have you ever seen oh, that? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I was, thir I was 13. I looked like I was 7 at the time, considering. But you have a full head of hair still. I do now have, but there's a little gray showing through on the side there. It's I, I finally let the beard go gray. I was dying it for a while doing yeah. TV because it looks bad when it's salt and pepper. looks good. Now it's looking good. Yeah. You know how many Super Bowls this is? I know you were going to ask. How many? 29. 29? If you're scoring at home. This if you is are. my, if, if you are scoring at home, this is my 18th. Wow. My first was with you. Was that your first? My first was you with you. You never forget your first. I, I don't because... Did you forget your first, Robin? No, I still Luigi, think of it Luigi, did you ever fondly. forget your first? I'd love to forget my first. 
Really? We're talking yeah. about Super Bowls, I right? would love to. But no, no, we're talking about first anything. Well, the Ravens won, so yes, I'd like to forget <laughs> it. <laughs> now, you're doing I was NFL still a very network. bitter Browns fan at the time. Every time I, I walk into a bar anywhere, I walk, I walk into a bar, and there's Andrew Siciliano, not at the table, on the screen. Now, you're on, like, you're on, tw- you and Chris Rose are on, like, 24-7. Well, I mean, it's football 24-7, 365. I, I mean, what do you want? We're, we're, that's what people forget. If I had a dollar for every time somebody said, so what do you do in the offseason? Like, the... Turn on the network; it's still there. So we're we're still there for for 365, occasionally six days a year, and hopefully not getting hurt. I fell off a stage this morning. Did you fall off? Did the you stage? not see that? No. Is it on Twitter? Oh yeah. There was a fight here on Radio Row with yeah, one of my former partners, Josh Ennis, and some guy from the uh, Houston other station almost threw down. And the best reaction, if you watch that video, John McClain. Not from a diehard fame, but the great writer, right, the great jo- John McClain right, from Houston. The dean. The dean. The dean. Of NFL writers. I mean, all, all due respect to Sid Hartman, who's right. here, and, and asked a question earlier today. And I saw Sid yesterday talking to Al Michaels, gave him a, not how old, 97. Sid Hartman mm-hmm. is 97 years old and still well, active h- here. How about what Roger said, that it's been 26 years since we've been here in Minnesota for a Super Bowl. Sid was 71. Exactly. <laughs> that's great. I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I showed you Sid Hartman yesterday when he saw Al Michaels. Yeah. And guys has a walker now. But 97, and, and you talk about legendary figures, not just here in Minnesota, but in the world of journalism, yes, sports journalism. Absolutely. Sid Hartman is that guy here in Minnesota. And, of course, we were talking about, uh, who were we just talking Me about? Me falling before? down. And- you falling down. Yeah. And then, oh, John McClain. So during this throw, it wasn't a throwdown. It was just two guys yelling at each other, two radio putzes yelling at each other about whose show sucked more. And John McClain was sitting down there, mm-hmm. and the look on his face, that's what you have to watch. Forget about John's the argument. Awesome. John is absolutely awesome from Houston. And, uh, that, and Amy Trask just tweeted mm-hmm. out, who you know very well mm-hmm. out there in the West Coast, she said, John McClain, everybody's now raving about John McClain, not about the video, the well, throwdown. I mean, you know there is a bottom-feeding mentality to Sports Talk Radio. I didn't hear what was said, but, but looking at who was involved, I'll take John McClain. Exactly. That never happened with us. We never had a confrontation. We never had, like, 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 a, like an anchor man meet me in the alley. Yeah, exactly. With another show? No, no I don't we? think we I did. don't think so. We just know. strutted in. We said, yeah, we're bet. We did, like, in, uh, what was the movie with, uh, with Richard Pryor? And, uh, oh, God. Oh, uh, uh, we bad. not funny. We bad. funny no, it was a prison uh, movie. Yeah, they were yeah, in prison. It was a prison music movie. What was that uh, movie? Oh, Richard I... Pryor and the guy was. Uh, yes. I don't know. Uh, see, now Luigi should know. He knows every movie line. No, I know it's this Richard movie. Pryor crazy, and Luigi. crazy. Young Ryan, Ryan Frankenstein. Crazy. Stir crazy. Stir, no, stir, stir crazy. crazy. That was it. Boom. Bingo. Stir crazy. See, and, between and the it, three of us, we have one brain. It's yeah. great. You know what this does remind me of, though? I, I'll, I'll mention the Tampa Super Bowl again. Is that. Everyone here in the mall, they're right up on you. Yeah. I mean, right up on you. And I realize that that might be uncomfortable for a star of your magnitude. No, it's not. I love it. I want them to be closer. I mean, in Tampa that year at the convention center, this was pre-9-11. Right. I mean, you could have Brett Favre sitting here doing an interview with us, and there would be literally people rubbing his shoulders. I know. Physically, because the fans were right up on top of you. This is an interesting It's setup, a controlled there environment. Is, there is a Shake Shack. There's a Shake Shack. There's a Melt Shop. There's everything you want here. You see Kirk Cousins was in line before the Shake Shack? No, was no he? No joke. I didn't see him, but I got a couple of texts from people. We were tethered down over there during the commissioner's press conference. Well, but all the players, Kirk Carson Wentz has been in the lobby here, working the lobby. Yeah, I saw him all by himself. Just All by himself. Away. All by himself? Yeah. All by himself. He was, he was what? leaning over the rail and texting. He was texting and not driving, which is good. That's good. Now, do you text and drive in L.A.? I, I do voice to text and drive. See, that's smart. Yeah. Because most people don't. 
and it's an outrage, and it's something that nobody will pay attention when I give them that. Well, they're it's not like, paying attention when they're texting either. No, exactly. It's like, you know, don't drink and drive, don't text and drive. None of that stuff is... Uh, anyway, let's talk about the game real quick. Because uh, By the way, Andrew finished. He's got a limo, a super stretch waiting to take him out of here. And so he oh, said... Do not. He said he will, he will come here as soon as he gets off NFL Network. Stop it. That's what Stop I heard. That's what we, we were oh, told that's that right. they were holding. Sarah came over. Well, yes. well, well, here's the deal. So they, they, they were going to have a car to take me. Yes, they have, like, we have an amazing staff here shuttling everyone around. Correct. Everything is so spread out here. Right. And so they said, hey, they're going to pick you up after the show. And I said, no, no, no. You said, I want to escalate Denali at the least. I, it's got to be set at 72 degrees. No, I want one of those Humvees that they have blocking traffic oh, in front of the Marriott. Beautiful. I, I said, I can't leave it to. I have to do the Anthony J. Bruno Sr. show, please. <laughs> yes. And so then they evidently came over to confirm with you, which I didn't know was going to happen. They, hey, we told Tony that you're going to do the show, too. I said, oh, okay. So Sarah, I told him too. What our, does it matter? One of our favorite people, Sarah, yes, who was here. with us at Fox in L.A. Exactly. So she said, we saw her last night. She said, where were you in Houston? I said, we were everywhere. We didn't see her in Houston. I'm sorry, my hands. I you still... covering the camera again? Yeah, exactly. You're Italian. You talk with your hands? Now, is this your handler here who's trying to get you out no, of here? No, no, no. That's oh. our next guest. Oh, I'm sorry. But, but. Rick, he wasn't giving me the wrap-up sign, Rick, so Rick I was okay. Rick, Rick did. Rick does stats for us every year at the East-West Shrine game at the senior No, Bowl. I so see Rick everywhere. We, we just worked together in Mobile on Sunday or Saturday. And it was and rainy and cold together. down there, wasn't it? Was it for the last couple of, yeah, last eight minutes. Were you bitching minutes? about the rain and no. cold mobile? Remember, fans don't care about the weather. You're damn right they don't. They do and not by care the way, about your discomfort. And they don't ever. care what hour it is of your radio uh -huh. show. They don't care they if the food is bad in the press box. And by the way, they shouldn't. You're right. right, they shouldn't. Media griping about the conditions that we need to work in to watch sports. You know what they do care about, though? Else. One thing they do care about. Yeah. That Miss Robin uh -huh. and her amazing power to produce has gotten us something that no other, no other show, no what, other host, what am I walking no other into? anybody has been able to pull off here. Now, this is actually pretty big news. It's a big deal. What Bre is give it? me the breaking news. Uh, give me the breaking. We broke it yesterday. We'll have to revisit it. Yes. So, as you know, there's no designated Eagles bars here in Minneapolis. How is that possible? I know. They're not. How is that is possible? Is it the Vikings... The no, locals it, didn't it, want to host Eagles fans. That is Go correct. Figure. And so um, we had many phone calls later. There is one which happens to be the most decorated brewery in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Town Hall Brewery Down is going Washington. to be hosting with yours truly, Tony Bruno. Well, will you be you the can't say yours truly when you're referring to someone else, oh, can well, you? Well, whatever. Huh. I, you know, I'm missing. Thanks, Dad. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Um, he <laughs> Tony Bruno is going to be the official host. Uh, the Eagles That's awesome. Super and it's Bowl right near the stadium. Awesome. Party. And you know, people come here and they don't have tickets, but they still want to hang out. So just just to be clear, you're rooting for the Eagles. You're damn right I am. <laughs> but the, you know what? I come here every year, and they always only the Eagles have been here two times when there's been Radio Row. Right. I was in, in I was in in uh, in, in New Orleans in when, eighty in eighty. In 80, well, actually 81. By the, the, the Browns should have been there, by the way. The whole Red Right 88 thing, the Stickum, they got screwed. Absolutely. But I digress. But I was there, and I was doing a show in my hotel room with Stan Walters using a phone and alligator clips to send it mm -hmm. back. On your so voice act? On my voice act. That's how long ago it was, and that's how Radio Row and technology has progressed. And now, now we're on computers, and I just forgot there's a camera here. Looking there's a camera. But you got makeup on, so you look good, I do good, have makeup man. on, yeah. So how many years now, last thing, how many years on the... Uh, the Red Zone channel. Red now. Zone, we just finished our 13th. 13 years 13th on Red Zone. season on DirecTV. And you're a fantasy guy, too, aren't you? Not, you know, not much anymore. Good, I, I So here's it. the thing about I fantasy. It. I love fantasy, but I never want to get to the point where I care more 
about a bunch of guys that I picked and may randomly do well on Sunday than I than I do about say the Browns or the Rams or whomever. Right. Thank I, you. Like, and by the way, thank it's, you. I'm not against it. I am speaking now as a private citizen and not an employee of 345 Park Avenue. It's luck. Like you're gonna. No, pick- t- wait a minute. Luigi yeah. says it's not luck. Well, you know that's just like. Uh, your opinion, man. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Right. I, I love people that say opinions are my own. Well, who else would they be? Exactly. Wait, steal opinions from somebody? Wait a minute. So, well, let's give so Luigi you're, a word. You're drafting here. Aaron Rodgers. You are going to play Aaron Rodgers. If no. Mike McCarthy wakes up and decides, you know what? I got this crazy idea. I am going to run Aaron Jones 41 times. You didn't do anything wrong. You made the right choice. It is then luck that that happened. All right. So I host a very moderately successful <laughs> podcast called Bunk and Fantasy, by the way. Bunk and Fantasy. And not to be confused. Which is not like your normal fantasy show. I actually do a twist but there, on it. But there's funk. The thing is about fantasy, and people don't realize it. You're right, Andrew. I try to tell these people. There is no skill involved. You try to prognosticate things. You try to predict things. But you have zero control. There is no such thing as an expert in fantasy football. You cannot be an expert in something you have no control over. Well, no, I, w- I will say this. There you, there. What I would qualify, and by the way, I, I would say about our guys, Michael Fabiano, most notably at NFL Network, it is their full-time job. So, it, and it's hugely and popular. There, there is power in information. So if, if Fabiano spends literally 12 hours a day doing this, he knows more than everyone else, and therefore I would classify him an expert. But even Fabiano will tell you, when it comes down to Sunday... If for whatever reason the other defensive coordinator decides he's going to do this instead of that, and therefore Mike McCarthy does this instead of that, you didn't necessarily make a bad choice, and you may still be an expert. You just lost because that's the way the game went. I understand that. It's, just the, same, it's the same thing as that, you know, look at the Oakland Raiders, for instance. You could have drafted Amari Cooper, and someone else could have drafted Michael Crabtree. They spent half the season throwing the ball to Michael Crabtree and zero throwing to Amari Cooper. You have no control over that. With that's an offensive coordinator that's no longer there. That's the, that's the game plan. What I'm saying is, though, is that you can put all the time you want in. You can do all the preparation you want. But at the end of the day, you literally have zero control of the piece. You're not moving the pieces on the board. They're being moved forward. All right, enough exactly. about fantasy. Yes. Let's get back to reality. Yeah. Because I say it all the time. You said it. Fans don't care whether it's cold where you are. Mm-hmm. They don't care whether you're hungry and the mm-hmm. food's bad or, or good. Or and the other thing they don't care about more than bandaged. anything. The one thing other fans don't care about yeah. is your fantasy team. Nope. Do you care when somebody says, hey, my fantasy team kicked ass this week? I think it's, it's, it's like, it's like, who, I think Kyle Brandt might have done this one. <laughs> it's like your golf game on a Monday morning. Like, you could be sitting in the office on a Monday morning and someone's like, so listen, so I'm like 125 and I can't decide wedge or nine iron. I can't <laughs> figure out what to do. And so, you know, I, I, I'm going to try to. Fly, you know, put it past the hole and roll it back, and, and you're nodding, but you're not listening to a word this guy is saying. Exactly. I don't care about your golf game, and I think there's there's a little there's a parallel there with your fantasy talk on Monday morning. No doubt about it. Listen, I'm happy that you won your fantasy team, but I don't. Oh, care my about fantasy it. team sucks. No, I don't mean yours. I made it to the playoffs. Did you really? Yeah. I thought you didn't do fantasy. No, no, I do it. I just don't. I don't get emotionally wrapped up in it. Exactly. That makes sense. Exactly. I'm sorry to wrap it. I know that Andrew has I know, the car places is, to go. Oh, the car is cars, idling. cars idling. I'm picking the Patriots. You want me to get to that? Yeah, because okay. you, you're going to be like every other national talking no. head now and throw with the here, favorites. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. <laughs> Twelve of the last 13 teams to wear white have won. That's you going with that, uh, that nugget? Next level. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, I, I always say, last year I thought the Falcons were going to win. Well, and they should And then they didn't. They should Okay. 
I, I have learned to not bet against Mother Nature. And the Patriots are a, a force of nature. No doubt and about it. And while I want to say the Eagles will win, and God, they have the talent and the drive and the smarts to win this game. I, I, I'm always going to take the chalk when the chalk is the Patriots, period. Because usually you're right. It's just until no, somebody right. beats them, I and totally they've been beat before, you. twice by the I, Giants, I, I get it. But, but I'm going to take them every time. If they go up 28-7 to seven or 28-3, to three, whatever the score was, they will not lose this game. Listen, I, I was with friends last year who, who used to work for the Falcons. So it's 28-3. to three. Beers are popping. Yeah. We're planted on, hey, where's the postgame party? How we're getting there? Where the Bacardi at, too. Yeah, and then it happened. That game was over. It no was. No team had ever rallied from down more than 10 in a Super Bowl. 10. Not 25. 10. Doug Peterson will not make bad play calls, and he will not panic if he's behind or if he's ahead. That's, I think, the difference. So it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Doug Peterson, luxurious hair, by the way, as well. Very he does underrated have great hair. Yeah, that's why I never kind of really... like that '80s kind of yeah, like. That's thing why I never. You yeah. still, you have good hair. Why? Well, thank you. That's why I never. Thank you, you, now, do you use pro, you have product, right? Do you like, use like pomade like or stuff. pomade, whatever. They, yeah, how, the you call it pomade stuff. or pomade. I don't use that stuff. I use the crew, the tacky stuff. People really care about this at all. What do you use, Louis? He uses clay. I use uh, I use fiber. Fiber. That's what I use. The fiber. Yeah. Fiber. The fiber. Fiber. Yeah, these, fiber. these are it's all things fiber. that you would know it's, nothing about, it's Tony. High, it's high. <laughs> why don't you do? It's the, high hold, low shine. Yeah. Why don't you do the Erlacher thing? The uh, the uh, reverse. Uh, yeah. Mohawk? Brian got a new head of hair. Did he? No. no I have don't you want seen Brian Erlacher recently? I haven't seen him recently. No. He looks like Tom Selleck. Does he really? He's got a whole head of hair. I didn't. But see don't you that. have to get the hair from somewhere to put it up there? That I don't know about. I don't know if there's like a farm somewhere. <laughs> I have no idea how that works. I think you have to farm it from other parts of your body. Oh God, that sounds awful. Yeah, I know. And if you don't have hair elsewhere, then <laughs> you right. keep going lower you better and lower. Bet and there's lower. a car waiting for me. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I'm let's kidding, put our hands kidding, together. I'm let's kidding, give him I'm a kidding, round I'm of applause. Kidding. My partner in crime in Los Angeles, we went through so much together, including 9-11. And I love the guy. Likewise. Even though, even though I, he doesn't oh, have to it. respond to me on Twitter. Oh. You can call me, and I'll call you. When are you in town again? We had lunch in Philly two summers That's ago. That's right. I was there for the Eagles. When you come back to Philly, you better let me know you're in town, or I, I will hunt you down. I will. And throw beer cans I was at there you. this summer for like 12 hours. I was coming from here, actually, coming from Vikings training camp, all these crazy storms. I couldn't get into Philly, had to get into to Newark and then drive down there. I got there a couple hours before the show and then turned right around and left and went to Pittsburgh for camp. So Ladies I'm sorry. No problem. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm just busting your chops. You're getting like Andrew now. Like, I'm getting, getting like Andrew You're now. getting like Luigi What did now. I do? You get defensive when I and I joke with you. You, I, I don't know. I'm not getting defensive. Why I'm you so sensitive? At you. I'm not sensitive. I'm okay. old. Okay, boys. What? We're moving what? on. Are we going to have another throwdown on Radio Row yes. like earlier today? Andrew, great to it see you, buddy. We'll see you. Likewise. We'll Likewise. see you the rest of the week. Where you st don't tell me where you're standing. I'm standing in Airbnb. Are Airbnb. you really? Yes. That's awesome. We do. We we love Airbnb now. It's so way better than staying at the media let, hotels. Let's, let's get a cocktail. Absolutely. Yes. Can we do this? Yes. yes. All right. I promised last story. Mike White, Western Kentucky quarterback. Pretty good. Keep an eye on him for the draft, by the way. He's not a first-round pick. Browns? Guys. No, no, no. no. Uh, He's not a first-day pick, not a second-day pick in all likelihood, but he could sling it. So we're interviewing Mike White live on NFL Network last week at the Senior Bowl after a great practice. He's throwing the ball around, and Mike Mayock says to him, hey, you ready to watch film with me? He's like, yeah, I'll watch film with you. He's like, I want to do it when I come uh, at the Combine. I want to see you at the Combine. He goes, I'll do it right now. Mike's like, I'll do it right now. I'll do it tonight. And so Mike White goes, I'm in room 1514. We'll come live. get me. <laughs> we're like, Mike, we're on live TV. Stop. Stop. We got him right here. We'll do it live. <laughs> there you go. We'll do it live. <laughs> do it live. 
Gave I can go write it and we'll do it live. Gave away his room number sucks. in Mobile. Yes. Oh, there's action down there. There's only two hotels in Mobile. You could have found them if you wanted to. Andrews and Seth, thanks, brother, man. Good yes, to sir. see you. We'll Good catch up for a cocktail. Let's give him a roaring round of applause. Did you give him another one. Give him one Thanks, bro. I told you it's like a high school reunion or a college reunion yeah. or a... Or a uh, what kind of reunion? I get older and the girls stay, the, stay same the same age. And Andrew man. stays the same age. Man. All right, all right. I keep all getting. Right. Uh, uh, yeah, right. anyway. my, my throat's feeling bad. I can get my, my, get my McConaughey going now. Get your Matthew McConaughey on. All right, all right, all right. We're like, we're, we're like the airport. You know when you. You know at night? You know at night when you look up to the sky at an airport and you see the jets? Yes. All in, you see all the planes, like LAX. When I lived in LA, you can see like 10 planes all in a row on three different runways on final approach and you can and you go to any airport especially busy ones you can see the planes all in line not that's like what the, this show is like not today. like the one at the on the on that island you told me not at st martin oh, no no forget that forget you, that, is that no, st martin no is it st martin it's st martin st martin and, but okay. two a's a man who's probably been to st martin he's been all over the world and he could have been anywhere else today but he's here with me and us and a man who does a lot of great stuff for charity and he's doing a lot of great stuff here in Minneapolis. He's involved with the Carson Wentz's foundation. He's been involved with the Holly Robinson Pete Foundation. Holly Rod, one of our friends, he helped them. And now he's here to help more people. And uh, it's great to have him with us because the big game, big give is coming up this weekend. And the man who's the CEO, the man who's in charge of this whole thing is with us right now. Mark Pollack, the founder and CEO of the Giving Back Fund. Mark, thanks for coming on today, man. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Tony. It's a pleasure to be here. It's great. Now, I apologize. Andrew and I go back, and then, you know, like old kids in school, like I'm an old teacher, he's an old student, we just start spinning yarn about old dumb things that we did when we worked together in L.A. all those years. (laughs) I used to be a teacher, too, so we could talk as two teachers. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us about, because the Giving Back Fund, GBF, it's going to have, and you do this every year. Watch, this is the ninth, right? The ninth year. So it's a, it's a fundraising dinner. So it's not a Super Bowl party per se. It's not you go in and there's a bunch of, it's, it's, a, it's an event in a private home, right? Yeah. Tell us about it. So it's not even a dinner. It's a high-end cocktail party. Um, nine years ago, we decided that we wanted to take philanthropy and put it center stage on arguably the world's biggest stage. And if you look at the number of media credentials that are here, right. including you, this is the world's biggest stage. So we decided to do an event that would turn upside down all other Super Bowl events. You've been to them yes. for years. Super Bowl events are loud, noisy, crowded. They're in a venue somewhere, and there's usually a VIP section right. where I'm sure you are. No, but, no, I, I hang with the fans. I go oh, back okay. in the VIP, and then I see the fans, and I feel bad, and I go out. And I hang out with the people. Because I'm not really a VIP. I'm just a dope that does radio. So if you come to this event, here's why it's different. It's an all-VIP event, but it's in someone's home. So you're literally sitting on a couch talking to Aaron Rodgers, and you can hear him. You've been to Super Bowl events where at the end of the event, you're hoarse because the person next to you you're talking to, and and you can't even hear them because it's so loud. This event is in a private home. In a Dinah, Minnesota, of all places. It, which is close to downtown. Right. In some Super Bowls, the beautiful homes are far away. This is close. It's an unbelievable estate like you've never seen in your life. And it has a lot of living rooms, and we're going to have a lot of play. We, we get about 100 celebrities and 400 high net worth people who come to this event because they care about philanthropy. And that's what this event does. For the last couple of years, it's set Super Bowl records, the most money ever raised at a Super Bowl for charity, well over a million dollars. 
and that's what the event is about. And it's so big that Jamie Foxx is the host, and Shaq's going to be a guest DJ, right? Shaq is a DJ. <laughs> you know, we were looking for a DJ, needed somebody, and Shaq said, I'll do it. Awesome. So this, so they'll be, you'll be uh, doing a live auction there, and people will be donating. Actually, there's donations that go on, right? Explain how this works but, versus most auctions of actual goods and, serve, and, and, and product. So it's a high ticket price, but it's one of the only events at Super Bowl where the entire ticket price is tax deductible because okay. it all goes to charity. Um, but not just an auction. This auction has in it the very first Aston Martin Vantage sports car, the 2019, the first one in the world. It's a lime green sports car wow. that we're putting in an ice structure as you walk into the estate. It'll be auctioned off, the first one in the world, to some lucky person there. Wow. So it's a, it's a, and we have, you know, an auction for French Open tickets and for uh, islands in the Pacific. It's an incredible live auction. Yeah, and the Aston Martin Company, one of the great sponsors. And if you've seen an Aston Martin up close and personal. Well, we sat in Ryan Howard's Aston Martin. Remember that's right, that? down, I mean, in, down oh. in Tampa. You know whose Aston Martin is going to be at the event? Whose? A not quarter, mine, I know that. A quarterback. <laughs> yeah, for New England named Tom Brady. His actual Aston Martin will be at our event. Beautiful. That's great. So now, are, you, uh, are there tickets available? Obviously, this is a high-end event. So you're not talking about selling tickets right now, are you? Because it's not the general well, public's not going to walk in there, right? The general public's not going to walk in unless they really care about philanthropy. Um, you can still get in. We don't sell tickets to the public, but if you know somebody, if you know me, if you know someone on the host committee, or if you're a sponsor, that's how tickets uh, get, get distributed. And we still have a few left, but they're, it's, it's a harder ticket to get than to get into the game. There's I can imagine. 500 lucky individuals will be in this house, and uh, it, it's a very special evening. So Carson Wentz... Carson's going to be there because you're going to present him with an award, right? Not just an award. A $40,000 specially made piece of art by renowned American artist Michael Kalish, who was commissioned by Muhammad Ali. right. Uh, Michael has created a larger-than-life structure of Carson Wentz throwing a football. He does license plate art, and his art is owned by people like Ringo Starr, Paul McCartney, Lady Gaga, and he's made a special piece wow. for Carson with North Dakota and Pennsylvania license plates. Oh, that is so oh, cool. That is awesome. That he's is presenting it to Carson as his award. That is going to be awesome. And Carson, obviously, and then now his foundation, AO1, which is uh, all... Audience of one. Audience of one. And obviously, he's, he's heavy into his faith. He loves outdoors. He loves animals. He loves veterans. He does so much for so many people. And not just being a great quarterback, but in Philly, where we live, you can see it every day. I mean, he's out in the yeah. community. He helps the people of Haiti, you know, with stuff. So he's like, his heart he is so big. built a major structure yeah. in Haiti this year. Um, and you're involved with his foundation as well, right? We manage his foundation along with many, many, many others. Um, but... Carson is one of those guys that is so authentic about his philanthropy, and you can tell. Mm -hmm. uh, Holly and, and Rodney, your friends, yep. our friends, Holly and Rodney Pete, the same way, so authentic about their philanthropy. They live it every day. Carson is a young player, but he's already done 10 times what most you know, people his age do, um, and, and we just have nothing but great respect for him. All right, so the people who can't come to the event, which is at the private home, and I mentioned it's the home of uh, Angie and Tom Wicca in Edina, Minnesota, 
right here near the city. They're expecting to raise $1 million. So how do people help who can't be here in Minnesota or who want to be a part of this to help all the great causes that you're involved with? Have them go to uh, biggamebiggive.org. Biggamebiggive.org. And there's lots of ways to help. Um, we are trying to cure. The homeowners, unfortunately, lost a child this year to Duchenne muscular dystrophy, a terrible strain of muscular dystrophy that, uh, that is fatal. And their 18-year-old son died earlier this year. And in his memory and his honor, they've opened their beautiful home to host this event. And a portion of the proceeds are going to cure that awful disease. Awful, awesome, awesome, awesome stuff. Well, Mark, it's, it's a great effort. We love doing stuff with Travis. I know Jamie Foxx has been involved with a lot of great things in, in L.A. I got to see him all the time. Now in Philadelphia, I don't see anybody except uh, angry oh, people. Dr. J. Have you heard of Dr. J.? Oh, of course. I know Dr. J. He, he's the guest of Shaq <laughs> at our event. Oh, so Dr. J is going to be. You know, he was, he was in Philly and rang the bell recently and then had a, a medical condition, was taken to the hospital, but he was okay. They released him the next day, so people were concerned about Julius after he went to a Sixer game. And the Sixers are good now. I understand going to a Sixer game and being sick the last couple of years. But now he was there that night. They honored him. They allowed him to ring the bell before they start the game, the tip-off. And the uh, doctor fell ill, and he's okay now. I was a basketball player in college and went to graduate school at Boston University when Brett Brown was an undergrad and used to go to the gym and play one-on-one -on -one against Brett Brown. Oh, wow. He schooled me more than a few times. <laughs> <laughs> I see he's had a successful career. Yeah, and then the team's getting better, and hopefully he, gets, uh, he stays around and sees the uh, end of this uh, successful run, the rebuilding of the Philadelphia 76ers. Mark, it's great to see you. Thank you so much for coming by. Thank you very much. Big game, big give. It's the big event. Jamie Foxx, Shaq, Dr. J, and, a whole, and the Aston Martin. You heard about the Aston Martin, right, Robin? I, I mean, I, there's just so many different things, and they're amazing, and I wish that we could go to the event, but I'm sure that there are going to be other ones in the future, and I just And when we're back so in excited. Philly, when Carson does one, we'll, we'll definitely be involved and help in any way we can. Thank you. Good stuff. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we, you're going to hear music for about a minute while we transition over to our next guest because I need to reset set the cameras and stuff because Beautiful. this time we're not going to have just one but two on. So do not go anywhere while you're listening live. We're coming. Um, right. We're staying we here. Are, we're not we're going staying, to break. We're not going. Thanks. It's not going to be new video. We're just going to hear music. Don't go anywhere.
All right, we're back live on Radio Row where it's completely out of control, the way I like it. I hate when it's quiet. I hate when there's nothing going on. You're sitting around at home and turning on Netflix to see what's on. You want to be in where the action is. Oh, I'm sorry. And we're where the action is right now, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, it's starting to ramp up a little bit, too. Yes, it is. the Eagles chance. I'm loving it. Uh, yeah, it's Wednesday. It's Super Bowl Radio Row and two guys that I've known forever and ever and ever. And they, uh, I keep getting older, but they stay the same age. <laughs> Mr. Invincible himself, Vince Papali, and Dennis Franks, former Eagle great from that same era, the, the Dick Vermeil era. There you go. How are you guys, Woo! man? Doing great. Fired up. Great. Yeah, yeah, you look good, man. Your hair is exactly the same as it was. Maybe a little gray in there, but it's still yeah, yeah. you had the same exact haircut, man. I, I, I'm working on that. You know, try to keep the same look. It always comes back in style. Exactly. Vince. I mean, I see you occasionally, but not as much as I used to. But, well, man, I, everything's blowing. Everybody knows you had to be at the Super Bowl, Vince. Oh, yeah, have to be here, you know. Um, and we, weren't, we wouldn't have been out here, of course, if the Eagles hadn't made it. But as soon as Doug Peterson, they won that game last week, Janet and I just looked at each other. No matter what, we had to be here. Because uh, we're flying out today and we're going back to Miami to be with Dennis's group at Market America for a couple of days. And if the Eagles weren't here, we'd just stayed or just flown home. But we're coming right back on Saturday, and I got my kids coming wow. back too. It's going to be awesome. Now your, your kids, you, you have one that works for the Sixers. Yeah, yeah. And one at uh, Delaware playing wide receiver, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Vinny, son? yeah. Vinny's a 21-year-old. He's a rising senior. Might get another year back. Uh, he's playing down there at Delaware as a slot receiver, mostly wide receiver as well. And Gabriella, a Syracuse grad now, and she's uh, working with the 76ers in live events and doing coordination of that. So, awesome. All good. Real proud of them. But now, I'm really excited about and proud of our Eagles right now. You know that. Now, Danny, you stayed in the area, too. I mean, you're still around well, all the time. Actually, we actually I moved down to North Carolina, and uh, part of my growth after football was in business. And then 25 years ago, we started a company. And today, it's Shop.com, Market America, and it's a billion-dollar company. Oh, beautiful, man. Yeah. Jim, what happened to me? What happened to me, Vince? Well, look at what you, happened? big time. You got a national radio show. Look at you. You got the, <laughs> you got the prime real estate here out, out here in the mall of America. The NFL likes me, and I like them back. Yeah. And, uh, they always take care of me because I do this every year, no matter who's in it. And obviously, now that the Eagles are in it, Makes yeah. it I'm glad. I, I, I had a feeling about this team. Yeah, Tony's uh, also hosting the only... Eagles Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl viewing, viewing party, party in here. Minnesota. The only one. Because you know the fans are a little salty here about what happened last oh, week, I and I understand. I, I understand they're angry, but don't take it out on the players. You can boo the fans. You can boo the radio right, host. Right, right. You just don't. The players went, went out and did their jobs. You know, the other night at media night on Monday night, they brought the players out with kids, and they were booing them. They were, and I get it. It was good rising. Nobody was throwing stuff, but yeah, I, I, I guess if, if the Eagles were in the same situation, say they had a stadium that was hosting the Super Bowl, and you're in the championship game, and we saw all those disappointing championship game losses, you know, with the with the McNabb era. So you expect that. You think right. you're you're the favorite. You're you know you 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 can taste the Super Bowl in your own building, and then that happens. That's all. That and I guess maybe there was too much pressure on those Vikings because thinking about that, you know, the only home team in the history of the Super Bowl, and you don't think that was in the back of their mind. Boy, did they ever lay an egg? But they didn't lay an egg. They got shredded. Yeah. I mean, they absolutely shredded. Uh, Peterson had them figured out. And once Robinson got the interception and they got to the quarterback, it was all she wrote. I mean, you could just tell. After that, uh, even though uh, you can't blame it on him because it was, uh, you know, his arm was tipped, but all of a sudden he just knew they were coming at him and his rhythm was totally off. And, you know, the touchdown to Alshon, forget about it. It's all over at that point. I really like the way that he kept the pressure on throughout the game, too. He didn't slow down. Yep. 
And that's the difference. I mean, we talk about the Jacksonville game where, you know, Jaguars were scoring tons of points on a defense that's really, really good. And yet Doug Marone, when they got that lead, played scared a little bit, played not to lose. You know, and, and Doug Peterson will not do he that. He won't do that. Atlanta did that last year. I'll tell you one thing, though. The one thing that we cannot allow to happen, that if we're up with a big lead at the end of the game, Jeffrey Lurie cannot come onto the field. Right. That is the kiss of death to exactly. any team. I mean, Blank did it twice with the Falcons. Yep. In Philadelphia, he did it last year. Jerry Jones used to do it. Tom Benson yeah. used to do it with Stay the, with the, with where the Saints. You belong, up in your suite. You can take the parasol down on the field and start dancing when the game's over, like yeah. Tom Benson used to do. Plenty of time. That was great. Now, you know, we were talking about the, the, the Vermeil teams, which you guys were on, and that Super Bowl in New Orleans, and how jacked up, you know, the Raiders were the underdogs, you guys, and Vermeil ran a tough ship, and all the stories about you guys were sequestered in the hotel room while the Raiders were out on Bourbon Street. Go back me. to that. That was true, right? Yeah, well, I wasn't I wasn't on that team. Dennis was out there in Detroit, and I was retired. So that was my first full year out. And I was out there. So I was sort of just scouting around doing stories. And I was on Bourbon Street most of the time with half the, <laughs> half the Raider players, right? And we weren't just talking about midnight. We're talking about 1, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. And uh, they came back, but you know they came in loose. We were a little tight. I had to, I was I was uh, sitting there with a with a with a Philly broadcaster watching the the guys as they're coming onto the field. And back then it didn't have the jumbotron, but they did have some kind of a tron. And I saw their faces, and I looked over at the guy next to me, very well known, but I won't say who it is. And 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 I said, we're in trouble. You could just tell. You know, there was just a lot of this. Yep. You know, you well, just, Kenny King yeah. early yeah. set the tone in that game. And I remember sitting because I was doing a show with Stan Walters the all-pro left tackle for the Eagles, and I would do it from my hotel room in Louisiana every night. He would come over after practice, and I would do it on WFIL, and it was Stan and I on the line with Stan Walters. We were doing it through a telephone. We unplug <laughs> yeah. And so I remember that vividly, and then I remember being in the Superdome and seeing that thing go go away fast. I mean, that thing crashed and burned pretty fast. Weren't, weren't they the great days ever, though, back then with oh, a yeah. telephone, right? When you had a when you had a call and a story from when you're out in remote and you, <laughs> you know, first of all, people don't even know what a telephone is anymore, you know? Exactly. Well, you, screw off, you screw off the mouthpiece and then there'll be that little thing there and then you take two clips and you have you have, you have your clips and you clip them. Yeah, no, we got Eagle fans right now. Eagle fans right Let's hear from those people. You got it. Vince Papali, invincible. So you got were you guys at the party last night down here in the amusement park? No, we were oh, doing a crazy. show. We were doing, yeah. a show. We were doing a comedy show with Tito Jones and <laughs> Eagle fans have arrived, man. They're going yeah, crazy, they Vince. Yeah, they did a and they spelled it right at least. Yes, they e did. E A G E L S Eagles. <laughs> I thought it was I G G L E S. <laughs> hey guys, don't throw anything though, all right? Be good. Don't throw anything at anybody. All right, man. I gotta try to help my city get, get not continue this reputation of of craziness. Well, we love you and we love you in Philly. You know, I got well, actually I got one of my first radio breaks here with you, Tony, back when FIL, right? Yes, WFIL. Don Cannon and yes. and you guys were going off on vacation. It was the Olympic Games, and I came in and filled in, and uh, that was one of the beginnings of uh, of a fun radio career. And I was a, I was the Tony Bruno. I was uh, exactly I was the man. Yeah, he was the man. He made Nobody it. Could, he's irreplaceable though. Nobody could touch <laughs> no, Tony he's Bruno. He's got that great voice. He's on top of things. I'm still I'm still hanging in there, Vince. After all these years, yeah. man. And then of course the you know the Philadelphia Stars when you were involved. I still have 
a Philadelphia Star autographed team football that you gave me when you when you were with the uh, with the Stars oh, team. Oh, really? I got all Bart Oates. I mean, uh, who was the running back? Uh, was Washington's running back? Calvin uh, Bryant. Calvin Bryant. I mean, there were a lot of NFL good players on that team, and of course, uh, the coach, and Jim Moore. Jim Moore. Right. Th that was that was really a, they were a good team for a rival yeah, league back right. in the day. Good players, oh, man, and great, fun to yeah. watch. About 15 or 20 of them, Sammy Mills. You yep, know, the field absolutely. Mouse. And so a lot of guys went there. Irv, uh, Irv Eatman. Yep. Yeah, he went out to Jets and had a great career with the Jets. And, of course, the Oates brothers. And I know Bart's going to be on tomorrow. Yeah, Bart's He's coming by. He's Dennis. So Bart Oates is a new president. he got a center uh, that's the president Finally, of the NFL. they're recognizing yeah. an offensive lineman. They're the very intelligent <laughs> people. <laughs> they are. It's amazing. Every offensive lineman that you meet after their career, they all slim down because they don't have to weigh 300 and they don't have yeah. to keep putting weight on. They get, And then running backs become huge. Have you noticed that after <laughs> I they know, retire? I know. That. It's like running backs get big and offensive linemen get small. And, and wide receivers always stay the same. You know, they're always like... Did you see the... Yeah. <laughs> All you got to do is have some Eagle fans with a couple beers and a camera in front now, of them. Have you heard from Mark Wahlberg? Now, he's opening yes. the Wahlbergers here in this yes. Mall of America. Yes. yes, And obviously, he's a New England guy, So, and he played you in the movie. So have you talked to him? What, what's I his did. feeling now? Well, I talked to him last Thursday. He told me, because I keep sending him stuff. You know, there's been a lot of a lot of Wahlberg, Papali stuff out on social media. And I, and so he, last week he said, call me, and I called him. And here he was in the uh, he was in the jungles of South America. He was in Colombia, filming a movie. And uh, I said, "You got to be coming to the game. We're gonna ha we have to connect." And he said, "Yeah." I said, "Who are you gonna root for?" He said, "Well, you know, I'm a little conflicted right now." I said, "What's the conflict? You put 83 on, you root for the Eagles." Exactly. Yeah, but now it's out. You know that he's uh, he's picked uh, he's picked New England by 17. So well, it's blood. You know, I mean, oh, yeah, it's, hey, not, it's not like you know when I lived in L.A. for all those years. You have people just jump on the Lakers bandwagon because you live there and they're the best team. But he's a legit New England guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's not a guy yeah. who just because he lives there and he moved there at one time. I mean, he's a Patriot fan. That's yeah, who he roots for his whole yeah. life. He, so, he backed up his bet because we do accept him as a Philadelphia. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> when, yeah, when you play a Philadelphia Eagle in a movie, you got to, you know, he's going to wear half the jersey. You know, when people do that, parents of like who have yeah. kids on, on multiple teams, they wear half the jersey Patriots, half the jersey Eagles, or whatever the colleges may be. He's got to do that. That would be fun. That would be a lot of fun. That Somebody would be a lot of fun. Because he's still got a lot. He's still making a movie like every week. Isn't Don't you know? want fans to like say, hey, wait, no, you, because Eagle fans will turn on him. If they see him sticking it in their faces, you know what I mean. Oh, we don't yeah. we don't play yeah, that stuff, that. Vince. You know that. Luigi, no, he's one of those guys from the from Mayfair. He doesn't play that crap, man. <laughs> I don't play. You don't disrespect our. City. I was a walk on the football field too, but I walked on. They told me to just keep on walking. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was, that's a good line. Thank you. I like that. Thank you. Good one, Luigi. Thank you, yeah, that's a fist bumper. And of course, Tony Luke was in the movie Invincible. Yeah, he's one yeah. of the fans the, in line. The cape guy, that was great. That was great with the cape. Remember, uh, I'm Vince? in the best condition of my life. <laughs> the only part I ever had in that movie is I was I was. Was doing road work at the time that movie came out, and someone actually thought I was Mark Wahlberg for a minute in a white T-shirt. I'm not even kidding. He's like, "You look like that guy from the movie." I'm like, "I'm not him." See this road cone? It's very real, and we're not filming right now. <laughs> <laughs> now, not only did you have Invincible and Denny Franks and his career and all of his great stuff, you got a book out, The Last Laugh. Yeah, yeah. Vision to victory. Big hit against the Redskins. Dennis recovers the ball, and we're laughing on the sideline. Somebody takes a picture. And the picture's in the Hall of Fame, and we decided to... We have the copy of the picture right here. Yeah, we decided to segue off that, and um, Here's the have picture. this book come out. The, uh, there it is. Oh, you got you got it right there. You got I got it camera. right on the camera. There, there it is. So that, that picture's in the Hall of Fame underneath the Cowboy dropping a touchdown pass oh, in the Super Bowl, which man. is even fantastic. perfect. See, the so, Eagles haven't won a Super Bowl, but, you know, Nick Foles is in there right next to Tom Brady's stuff, yeah, right, with yeah. the seven-touchdown game. Isn't that something? 
Yeah, it's, I mean, it's pretty wild. So no pressure, you know, like the replacements. You got nothing to lose. You're dangerous. So go out there and just lay it on them. And, and pressure, uh, pressure So how do man. people get this? Is this in right bookstores? No, it's going to go out nationally on March the 5th. But we made a special arrangement during Super Bowl week and until March the 5th to go to shop.com and just simply look for Last Laugh and get it there. You'll have your copy before it's released nationally. So you guys aren't doing stand-up comedy then, are you? Are you no, doing like a show? Or? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> hey, we've, we've got a message here, Tony. We really have something to say. And, no, uh, I know. We're going to take the people. We, we make the impossible possible. We're going to give them that step And there's all great go. pictures in here. A lot of great, lot of great things. Tony, can I see that postcard, please? I'm going to put up to this, to this video. Absolutely, Thank yes. you. This, this is nice, man. And we have great. some Hall of Famers. Uh, let's see. we got uh, Dick Vermeil's Hall of Famer. Wahlberg wrote the foreword to the book. Beautiful. And, uh, now you're going to sign this for me, right? Matt Croce, yeah. i got to yeah, put man. this in my library. Absolutely. In my wine cellar. I have a library and a wine cellar. Oh, I'm yeah. impressed. The only things I care about, reading and drinking. <laughs> wine, of course. <laughs> you know, th th this picture shows nothing but just, just sheer joy. Exactly. It's just joy. That's what we yeah. saw it's, last. That's incredible, man. That's what Philadelphia saw it's Sunday night after that championship yeah. game, except there were a couple of idiots, and they make the headlines. But there were people that brought in Snyder. I was out there right around the corner from where I live, where I grew up, and people were just happy. Not everybody's an animal in Philadelphia, Correct. and that's the, that's the thing that bugs me. Oh, I don't yeah. defend the idiots, and they should be thrown in jail, but the, most of the people were just joyous. It didn't matter what color you were, how old you are, how young you are. They were just out happy. It, sports brings people together. Yes, Championships yes. bring cities together. In this divided world where everybody hates everything, everybody's happy now. Yeah. Obviously, Viking fans are, are a little un, uneasy, but <laughs> they realize that, you know what? They had a great season. Their team wasn't supposed to be in the Super Bowl. The Eagles weren't supposed to be in the Super Bowl. But the Patriots are always supposed to be in the Super Bowl, so at least there's that. <laughs> yeah, who would have thought that in Jacksonville? You just can't let up, and that's one thing Doug won't do. So yeah. pretty excited about it. So last laugh, shop, doc, shop, shop, dot com. Now, and can I go on there? Don't tell Robin now, because she's going to go. She's always on Amazon. <laughs> so what do you do? On, uh, what can we buy on your site? Uh, everything. In fact, we have more than Amazon that we offer over 50 million products on oh, shop.com. Shop.com. I'm so there. Shop.com. Now, do you have See, I don't even go Christmas shopping though? anymore uh, in malls it's or anything. Good. You know, like anything today, thing, you don't have to it. pay for delivery. There's free shipping because right. everybody has to give it now. Exactly. But we offer cash back, and it's a great opportunity for people Beautiful. to shop I'm there. and create. I knew you went. You were bending over and snapping the football, man. Yeah, getting strange hands on my butt. I don't know. But no, I mean seriously, like, like now with 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 there being less and less stores, it's it's just so congested. It's so much easier just to go on your computer, and relax, yeah. shop, have it delivered. Like, oftentimes you can even get next day delivery. It's We've amazing. had stuff delivered here. We need equipment. Yeah. Oh, we need a little thing for our our tape recorder. Boom. Boom. Next day it's there. You get it. One other thing you're going to love, we've created something called the shopping annuity. So we literally have set it up so that you can get an ongoing income from shopping. Oh, I need that. I need extra income oh, now. Oh, That's man. Right. I'm retired. I can make millions. I'm on Medicare. Especially <laughs> I'm on Social following. Security. On Medicare. I need to supplement my income. Yeah. <laughs> I got alimony payments to make for a couple more years. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, I really like what I'm seeing here. You like uh, this? Great yeah, company, yeah, Thin yeah, Optics. Yeah, cool. Thin Optics are great. I can't wait. Out in San Francisco, company. you put it on your phone. You know, you're in a restaurant. You need the. Re you can't see the menu. You can't see. Just it's, do this. It's perfect. And Because Robin, I would say, Robin, you have my glasses? And then she ordered these, and this company is online, thinoptics.com. 
She ordered them for me a couple years ago. I mentioned them on the show and on our Twitter. And they're like, oh, we love because they used to hear me in San Francisco when I was doing the national stuff. And then they became our sponsor. So they're, they're the love reason we're here. And so one thing so cool. you never forget, you always have your phone no matter where you are. That's right. So you will always, always, always with you, always have your glasses. And they have all the different cases. So take some guys and, uh, and wear them in good we're health. We're good. Yeah, Robin right. took care of us. We're fine. Beautiful. Vince, Dennis, Thanks, great buddy. to see you guys, man. See you, man. We're going to bring it home on Sunday. I say I we. Know. I have nothing to do we with it. We are. We, we, are. No, we, we are. are. We are. We are not Penn State. We are. Fly Eagles, Fly Nation. Go Birds! Go Birds! Did you see that dude that was doing Go Birds? And, and we had him on the show last we gotta week. we got to give these guys a roaring we, round of applause. Let's give them a roaring round of applause. Okay, you are going to hear music again for just like get, a minute. i got to take a picture. So that Tony can the, take a picture of them. We will be right back. Don't right. go anywhere. Beautiful. Okay. Uh, we need one. to sign Tony's book. Absolutely.
All right, we're still here. We didn't go anywhere. We just stand up and take pictures because we don't take breaks. This is, this is the advantage of doing live digital podcast action, yo. Can I see some yes. of that uh, Purell? Yeah, home? we got to make sure you always put sanitizer on. Even not though because the guests are, in, but there's you know there's a million people here. I shook Vince Papali's and hands, always, and he's got good hands. That's but. the one thing about you know flu season and stuff. The one thing people don't do, which is the safest thing you can do, is wash your hands or use purifier, right? Just kill because that's where the germs are. You pick up a phone, it's dirty. You know, you're on an well, airplane on the, uh, you know, the uh, the tray table on an airplane. That's where most of the germs are. It's not in the air system. There is also a train of thought, though, that says it, allow yourself to be surrounded by germs so that you're not t uber sanitized, and then you won't be as susceptible. Well, I'm always surrounded by germs. <laughs> I'm sanitized, homogenized, uh, pasteurized. What other kind of eyes are there? Uh, Betty Davis eyes. No, I mean, that's good. That's works. <laughs> yeah. But we're having fun here, as you can see. People just keep coming by. This has been just a whirlwind, man. When you it's turn crazy. around, everywhere you turn, there's somebody else that you either know or know personally or know of them or I've talked to them or haven't. And that's what's great about being here. Luigi can't, his head's spinning around because well, there's so many. There, there's so-and-so. There's Kurt Warner. There. Well, just as you were, uh, just as you were on, um, you know, we were talking to Vince. I mean, there's Bart Scott right there, former linebacker. Absolutely. Uh, Stephen A. Smith was in the house. Tiki Barber, Rondé Barber came walking through. Uh, Greg Olson uh, walked right by us. Uh, a couple of, a couple of boxing heavyweight champions walked by. I couldn't see who it was, but I saw the belts. Everybody. Everybody's here. It's Everybody. really starting to fill up, man. Everybody in the house getting tips. Exactly. It Except is, me. It is a little bit crazy, it is, it, but it's fun crazy. And those Eagles fans that were over here were so excited. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, Lee Steinberg's going to join us here today, too, right? What time is he coming on? Um, he is coming on I in don't about have the a little book. bit less than half an hour. Okay. He's going to join us at 3.30 here at Central Time, 4.30 in the East. And then everybody else in other time zones, you're going to have to figure out yourself because I can't handle that. Now, with I have to power. apologize to anybody that's listening that has emailed me or texted me. I have not even had a chance to get back to anything or anybody because of the constant barrage of, of the demand here I, you know for the I Tony Bruno my show. Phone, well, I check my phone occasionally for text messages and things. But, like, my email, the Twitter, I haven't been on Twitter. Last night at the party, we were at Twitter right. at the, uh, the, the uh, Bold North Media event and that was fun we went on the roller coaster yes. robin's been poaching posting all the round of the brian westbrook there all the media folks were down there and that was a lot of fun went on the roller coasters now um the mall of america the bold north um you mentioned earlier that they reached out because you are one of their number one um is this breaking news wait we have more breaking news yeah here. i got some breaking news for you hold on one second the bold north people because we give them love because we I hashtag right. bold north mall of america because they've been great here right because bold north moa it was very loud. I was giving the breaking news. So you could break the news oh, for okay. Bold North, Robin. And um, they they said that you can go pick it up. Well, they actually hand delivered it. I won something. Yes, there you. I mean, I won fabulous bunch prizes. Of, you did, Tony. Stuff. And not only that, there they have more for us because we did not get to go on all the rides that we wanted to. So I just need to um, uh, text the fabulous Nathan, and he's going to assist us in doing that. But we got like uh, gift, gift cards, cards and. Stuff. and and all sorts of fantastic Look, stuff. Look, a coupon book. Not since Telly Savalas with the Players Club have you been able to have all now, the different things. I hope everybody things. that's here is actually going downstairs and entering for the Bold North gift uh, sweepstake yeah. type things. You can go and you don't even have to be a member of the media. You come into the Mall of America if you're here, you're coming here, and they have these kiosks. 
and you just register every day. You don't have to give them like your social security number or anything. And then every day, they're pulling out like 52 people a day who are going to win $52 gift cards because it's Super Bowl 52. You follow me there? So we Got won it. one of the cards just by filling out our names. And also, we've been one of the really, really good. We, we retweet them. And so when you think well, you can't we have win social any, media down. Well, yeah. I mean, there's no doubt about so it. So we got Mall of America gift cards here. It's a good job. Now I can go buy myself something, something real nice. I was going to say, Robin, you know, like uh, Cousin Eddie said in uh, Christmas Vacation, Clark, why don't you go get yourself uh, something, something real, real, nice. real nice now here at the Mall of America where there's everything. We've got uh, the so, Italian street food. we got shake. I mean, the restaurants, anything you hey, want. Shake Shack. Right across, right. I keep saying street. It's not a street. What do we have? Shake right, across, right across from us, Shake Shack. We can go get an ice cream. They have Piata Italian street food over there, Luigi. Did you go over there yeah, and check well, it out? Speaking of that, we have another update. One of our great, famous listeners, Joseph Jenkins. He is deployed in Afghanistan right now. But this guy, you know what he does through the uh, through the magic of the uh, the special thinking box of the computer, Tony? He went ahead and ordered for pickup. Some fabulous food. Uh, and he's in food. Afghanistan. Yes, he ordered for us. Sending it to us from Wait a minute, Afghan- we should be what? sending him Tony, stuff. Tony, he got us. This is what he did. This is what he ordered for the show. He wanted us to make sure we got some food. He got some some of the pepperoni sticks, the Parmesan sticks, the garlic knots. Wow. Kalama for the table, oh, of course. For you the know, table. And, 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 and to end it all, Tony, some cannoli chips, brother. Beautiful. So he is in Afghanistan sending us food. We should be sending him food. I know, exactly. Well, thank you, sir. By the way, more importantly than anything, Thank you for your service to our great country. We know what we're going to do. We're going to get a gift pack together for him, and we're going to get him all the great military thin optic stuff that oh, we have. Oh, yeah. Well, we he, have every he might service. not need it, though. He might be young enough. No, that but we'll not... send it for his friends. They have them for all the, all the different departments. They have Marines, you Air know, Force, Army. Actually, thin optics would be fantastic for military because they can slip them in one of their many pockets exactly. without worrying about getting them crushed. Or slap it on one of the M16s <laughs> when they're taking down the dreaded enemies of the Taliban and ISIS scum. And then you say, let me check. How many kills do I have today? How many did I take out? How many terrorists did I wipe out? And then they put their thin optics on and they look down in their gun barrels and they say, we're keeping America safe. Yes. We're How many people did this. I save today? Exactly right. Exactly right. Lee Steinberg's going to join us. We talked with Joe Theismann, Carl Eller, the Hall of Famer, one of the purple people eaters. Yes. Now, the, pe- People didn't get to see that live because he was pre-taped, and we have been so inundated with live guests that we have not had a chance to play that yet. Um, now, I could play it, um, but I have to see how long Carl's... Carl, it's, well, the one thing about our interviews here, which is great, the great thing about doing our own show, is that we can do 10-minute interviews, we can do 20-minute interviews. We had Doug Gottlieb on last, yesterday at the end of the show for like 35 minutes. And that's the luxury of doing this. You can just, you get into a great conversation about college basketball here at the Super Bowl. We were talking Markel Fultz. We talked about all things basketball, about recruiting, about kids psychologically not being ready, being damaged psychologically when they were great in college. And then suddenly, in the case of Fultz, you know, having problems shooting the basketball now after he was solid in, in, in Washington. So that's the kind of stuff we can get into, which is hard to do when you're doing a five-minute radio hit because you have to take a break for a 10-minute commercial break. And so that's where the Doug Gottlieb thing was, was great yesterday because we kept going on and on well, and on only, about different stuff that yes. was great. Now, the only problem is that we have to rely on the Internet that is being provided here. Right. So it's a little bit out of our control, unlike back at the 
home studio, we have the fantastic Comcast business, which has set up us set us up with the major bandwidth that we need. Exactly. So yesterday, just for Luigi alone, we need that extra bandwidth. So yesterday, right when Doug Gottlieb came on, there were so many views that it crashed the site. Yes. And um, it, we went down, but I was able to record Doug and I I loaded him up. So if you missed it, please make sure that you go yeah, onto YouTube, Facebook, we'll whatever. Doing, it's there. Yeah, all the things we've been doing here. Any interview, any show is, you can go back and watch it, listen to it. Tonight, when you're sitting around wondering what's on TV, and you're trying to put on Netflix and chill, you put on this show and chill. Tony Bruno show and chill, bro. Tony Bruno show and chill. Bring a couple of uh, friends over. If you're a guy, nothing better than what? Two chips at the same time. Man. Exactly. It's like you know where you're going with this, Tony. It's like I know where you're going. See, you're on the same wavelength. You saw from Andrew Siciliano. Yeah, this guy's got a Minnesota jersey. He's got a. It's half, half Packers. It, yeah, but no, it's half Packers, half Vikings for Brett Favre. That is the biggest. Just outrage of a violation no, you've ever not. seen. No, no, it's not. No, no. no it's like not. It. Really? You like it? But turn the camera to this guy here if we no, can, Rob. Okay, hang is, on, hang on, hang on. I think it's an awesome look. This is and this is what some parents do when they have kids playing for two different teams. That's what I said Mark Wahlberg should do because he played Vince Papali. Let, have that, yell at that guy over there and tell sir, him. To, sir, we, we need to see, see a picture. Let's see that jersey there, buddy. Why would you do that? No, I like it. Is it? Fred Bardine. He's a just, Brett Favre. Just a Brett Favre guy. But I don't see I don't see the New York Jets or the Atlanta Falcons uh, displayed there anywhere. Where are you guys from? Philadelphia. He's a Brett Favre guy, but that's. Well, we're we're the we're a national show, so even though yes, at this. Yes, where we were from. Just that's yes. where we're from. Where are you from now, Green Bay? Minneapolis. Minneapolis. So he's a Brett Favre guy. Now, when he played for the Packers, you were a Favre guy too. Yeah. You didn't hate him as a Viking fan when he was playing for the Packers. At County Stadium in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Absolutely. Have you ever been to the Fister Hotel, by the way? Fister? Yeah. People are handing Chick-fil-A behind us right now, Tony. I know. I, I'm, I, got, I got the Wooly for some Chick-fil-A. I got the Wooly. Step all over our thin optics. Did you smash our glasses? Yeah, a little there? bit, Tony. I got to go around and fix it now. All right. Don't break our glasses now. Careful, guys. That's okay. We'll get a new pair. That's the one thing. If you break them... They'll replace them absolutely free. Yes, and they are surprisingly solid, but if they do break, then um, boom, you got new ones. She just exactly. kicked over a couple cases. It's okay. Yeah, we'll it's fix no them. Who's a young lady here? She's uh, got sparkles on and stuff. Sparkles. On That's, I, think, I think Luigi's got the same uh, thing for the party we're going to this week. I think that's Boo Boo <laughs> Kitty right there, to be honest with is you. Is that who, what it is? It? I think it's Boo Boo Kitty. Boo -Boo I have Kitty? no idea who that is. I think it might have been Boo Boo Kitty. Who's, Who's Boo, Boo Boo Kitty? Kitty? Some reality TV schlob. She's a young girl. You're going to call her a schlob? Her mother is. Oh, not <laughs> not Boo Boo herself. No, but yeah, oh, the is shoes. Oh, that the dance mom lady? Uh, yeah, I think so. Is yes, that the dance mom yes, lady? it is the dance. I yes. think it is, Rob. It is Tony. It's the dance mom lady. Why are we whispering? Because I don't want her to hear me and come over here and start screaming at me. <laughs> What's she <laughs> like? She doesn't. What's she gonna do, Tony? Isn't she like? Don't people hate her? No, no, no. There's like. Don't go there with me. <laughs> the, the, the the dance mom that everybody hates was the teacher. Oh, okay. That's not her. I get confused with all those shows. That's why I don't watch them. Dance Moms and then uh, the other chick who was heavy and, and then got thin now. now. She's got another show. Luigi. What was her name, Robin? What's up, Robin? Let okay. me just finish one okay, thought sorry. before we continue. Yeah, 52 other thoughts, which we always do. We have 52 thoughts because it's Super Bowl 52. What was the show with the woman that was real big and had the kid and then they were oh, both fat? Mom, um, um, Mama June. Mama June. Mama and, June. And what was that show? Baby... 
Oh, I don't know. I don't watch baby. it. Baby. I don't watch them either, but I have to know what they are. Well, oh, you have to know what they are? Yeah, because then I sound stupid when I don't know stupid reality shows. I got it. I got it. Just like, like 90% of the new rappers, I don't know. So Mama June was Boo Boo Kitty. Boo Boo. No, not Boo Boo Kitty. That's it. No, that's no, no. June Shannon. Honey Boo Boo. Honey Boo Boo. That's it. Honey Boo Boo. Yeah, but that's who it is, though. No, it's not. No, that's not. Really? Because it. it says Honey Boo Boo is one of the TV shows that she was in. But that's I'm that, looking at the Wikipedia. Yeah, dance that's mom. It, but that's not her. Neither a, one of them is Dance mom her. is not Honey Boo Boo. Honey Boo Boo was the heavy woman, Mama June, who had the little kid who was heavy, and she was Honey Boo Boo. That's who it was. Right. That's her. No, that's it's her. Not. She's, yes, it is. She's a brunette. She's changed her hair to blonde. That's her. No, it's Robin, not. Robin, it's her. Look at the picture. I will look, but it's not her. Don't tell me it's not her when I'm looking at the picture. Let me assure you one thing. She will not be appearing on today's podcast. Tony, that's her. She dyed her hair wow, blonde. Wow, I haven't that's seen her, her since she lost look her weight. Rob is shaking her head no. She hasn't looked at the picture yet. We have a controversy. We may Don't have to bring in... Don't go there with me. We may have to bring Don't in Gene Steratore, who will be the referee, by the way, for Super Bowl 52. Really, really? He will not be bringing any index cards. None? No, he will not do that. that He's been told not to do it again after that stupid thing with the, with the, in the Dallas game, which is a game that didn't even matter. Remember that? Now... Wasn't that the Eagles-Dallas game? So I need, to, uh, I need to apologize to a bunch of people that are all here. There's so many people on Facebook Live. Um, we haven't even had a chance to look through all of this, so I want to acknowledge all of the people that are uh, commenting, chatting. We need um, a social media person just to handle all of our social media. Now, Shane Gannon says, I thought the phone call from Australia shut us down last yesterday. Um, I don't know if that was, I don't think that's what happened. No, no, it didn't shut us down because we had him on the line and then a guest walked up and sat down and I apologized to him, but he can call back and uh, hopefully we'll have uh, some open segments so we can talk to people like we are right now. Yeah, I, was just, I just uh, sent a thank you to Joe Jenkins on, on Twitter for, for doing that for us. But, oh, with the food? For the food, yeah. So he's, you're tweeting him in Afghanistan or texting him? Yeah, I'm tweeting him back. He was sending me messages trying to get coordinated with the food or whatever. So oh, well, was, he, he was nice enough to, to do, do so. I, I'm nice enough to respond to the guy. Oh, absolutely. And, and again, we told him that that, that is unnecessary. But appreciate it. Uh, definitely uh, appreciate it. Definitely absolutely. appreciate it. Now, it's hard to eat. Yesterday, I was, was eating guac. You're right. We haven't by had... The way, we, by the way, i got to give Luigi a roaring round of applause. Claiming he did not know about reality shows. That is Mama June, Robin. Thank you. That is Mama June. That's her. That's Thank who you it is. very much. I just looked at her. I haven't seen the show, but I but recognize you, Tony, you saw the picture. You saw yep. the blonde, the brunette comparison. That is her right there. I didn't there, see buddy. the pictures. I just remember seeing her when she was very heavy, and then I'm, she lost a lot of weight. It's her. You Robin. are correct. I, I stand I gave him a roaring round of applause. Oh, can, can I please have my dude? Yes. I, no, I, I, mean, I wasn't I, when, sure when because I didn't right, know. It doesn't happen very often, but oh, you... Because usually it's like, no, Luigi, no, Luigi, no, yeah, Luigi, no, Luigi, no, Luigi. It's always you're wrong first, and then I have to... But I don't do that. I didn't argue with him that much. In this particular case, I was He's definitely wrong right. because I just had so, to. I'm going to stay here and just bask in this for a minute. Yeah. Let it soak. Let's marinate in it. Yeah. Marinate. <sighs> Speaking of marinating, I need a cocktail. Yeah, you and me both, Tony. Can we get, can we get some drinks out here on Radio Row? Is that possible? Can we get alcohol on Radio Row? Yeah, there's no reason why not. I have that can of Bud Light that the King gave me last night at the party. No, yeah, I put you went, it in you went dilly dilly over I there. I went dilly dilly filly filly with the King I last mean, night. I was tequila tequila all night long. Yeah, brother. she were not tequila tequila. She's no, no. not here. And if she were, she would be on the show. But did you know what else the Mall of America is going to do for us? What are they going to do? They're going to bring over bring over five passes for us to go back on that soaring over America thing. It's, no, it's called Fly Over, fly over America. America. Soaring is California, Disneyland, Correct. and Disney World But how Florida. great was that ride? It was oh, phenomenal. We went over Canada. It was so good, man. They, so they have two different shows here. It's very similar to the one at Disney where you soar over America. First it was soaring over California. Now it's soaring over America. 
and it's just a 360 theater. It's not it's not uh, 3D. You don't have to wear glasses. It's like you're on a you're like in a gl hang glider. You're like in a it glider. Was amazing. You're in a kite, and then you the thing moves, but it's not one of those things that gets you sick. And then this amazing movie shows, and you're flying over mountains and down near the rivers, and you smell, and they, it mists you, and the water hits you when you're flying over stuff. It's just an amazing 10-minute adventure, and they have one here in the Mall of America in the amusement park section over there, which is based on Nickelodeon. Tony, a Andrew Ribel on Facebook says, Mama June is single, Luigi. She'll so stay go. single, too, man. There you go. So you go. I don't have enough flour to roll over and look and, at the wet spot. Got, what thing. kind of handbag is that? Because I can't identify I think like, it's, all I think it's, uh, I think it's bull ham. I think it's a ball, ball of ham. ham. <laughs> no, no, what kind of not ham, not handbag. No. Handbag. Uh, no, it's no, a coach. It's coach. No, it's coach. No, it's It's the the other one. Versace, Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton. That's yeah, it. it's Louis Vuitton. So you're going to argue with Robin about stupid uh, handbag well, no, companies? I'm like, but I'm not, a, coach Wallet, I'm not a big name person, but I do I I do like coach purses. No BS, seriously, look at that. But that is not. It's a legit coach wallet, dude. It's kind of gay if you can say that. It was a gift, homie. No, it's a nice one. It's a nice one. Now. Your uh, haircut, I'm not going to show over your personal information, but Luigi's haircut in that picture. Wait a minute, wait Dude, a minute. What is that, Mark? Did you it's my mark? address? You're yes. showing no, my I'm address, not showing Tony. Address. My address is, I'm you just showed my you. address to the world. I'm Thank covering you. it up. Wait a minute. You have to not cover it. Cares. You just showed them my address. That's all right. I showed them my boarding pass before. You know how many people Tony? I piss off on a daily basis, Tony? Is that not a Mark Davis Raider owner haircut? No, it's a Lloyd Christmas, bro, from uh, <laughs> Dumb and Dumb. <laughs> Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> Tony, I woke I woke up out of bed on my birthday. Dude, you literally. got more plastic in here than uh, than. Actually, that wasn't on on TV here. You have more plastic than most of the women on the Real Housewives, or the Kardashian Boutons. I got to keep it. And candy. I say that was res well, due no, respect Tony, to I brought, I brought all this with me th this week because just in case we ran into someone like Brandon Lang, like we did yesterday, who was a who's a you know professional gambler and advisor who gave us a tip on taking, you know, betting for the prop bet. Will Al Michael say Rocky at plus 180? I needed to have some something on hand just in case so I can unload on information that we received yesterday, which I got. So I'm tapping every one of these credit cards for everything that's left on them and dumping it on that prop bet. By the way, our buddy Dean in Tampa, who claims to be an expert guy. He owned a wheel fortress seen that bastard for 1500 bucks, Tony. I know he, he banged did. the wheel for 1500 I used to bang it all the time until Robin came along, and then I, I'm not banging anything Anything anymore. I bang usually costs me around 1500 too, so it doesn't well, matter. It's cheaper to keep her, man. But you're not married, so it doesn't matter. In the meantime, I'm just not going to comment on that one. <laughs> you should can't comment on that one. Uh, Lee Steinberg's going to join us in a couple minutes here. If you'd like to jump in here right now, maybe get on the line. That's actually, that was what I was going to ask. Um, Luigi, I know that uh, we, we crashed the, the phones a little while ago at the beginning I of the show, we're okay. but we're okay now. I think so, we're okay, yeah. anybody that wants to call in right now, we don't have a guest. 619. 924-9874. This is your time to get in. This is your time to get in right now. Operators are standing by. Uh, there will be, you're not going to get, you don't have to text anything. You don't have to pay for additional charges. This is Minnesota, the bold north, Mall of America, Super Bowl Radio Row, Super Bowl 52. And it's just bedlam here today. And it's going to get worse when I say worse, it's going to get better as far as, but well, we're going to be tripping over people. We could, have, we could have shot a cannon through here on Monday and not hit anybody. Um, I could have thrown a beer can and not hit anybody. I, before we forget, I want to thank um, the fantastic Switchboard Live, yes. which is why we are able to come to you on so many different platforms from here. Um, we wouldn't be able to do it with a little bit of uh, 
uh, internet bandwidth that the NFL is giving us. But they're not giving us any, anything. Well, no, they're not. But 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 they're allowing us to purchase. Um, it would not normally not be enough, but because of Switchboard Live, all we do is stream to them, and they stream from their heavy-duty stuff to Facebook Live, Periscope Live, uh, YouTube Live, Twitch. Everywhere. Those are the four ones, yeah. And then, and, and unlike yesterday, I, I gave erroneous information. I said they were also uh, putting it up on RedTube and Pornhub, <laughs> and that's not happening. I'm sorry, folks. Oh, this man. show will not be those, streamed. Those now, maybe the after-party videos will be streamed there. Maybe some of the nighttime parties we go to will make Pornhub. And, and now, when do we start uh, all those parties? That's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday night of the parties, right? Yeah, there's so, parties every night. But we have to. We have. We need one night to because we got to get up early and go ice fishing on Lake Minnetonka. I'm going tomorrow. to work out tonight, dude. We're going. No, you can go work out. Yeah, later on tonight. I'm going to go late night. And then okay. we're getting up early, and we're going to Lake Minnetonka. So we're definitely doing this ice fishing thing. Absolutely. And we're going to show you the <laughs> Glacier Ice Houses. Now, a lot of the local TV stations have already done it. Yeah, Alex like, Holly and Mike Jarek. Alex Holly and Mike Jarek went they out went there. They went out there because of us. Yeah, and then they we went the out there. And they, they had a great time. I saw Alex last night, and she was yeah. raving about She was doing, like, snowmobiling and all this other. So Can we do just, that? Yeah. Can we we're, snowmobile? We're going to be on a if frozen. If they have them out there, yeah. I want a snowmobile. Frozen that, lake, I've never snowmobiled. You've never, of all the crap skied, you've done, but I've, I've never, never snowmobiled. Well, okay, so growing up, I had, the, and, I, and I was wrong. I'm admitting this ahead of time. Twice in one show, I folks. I had the. <laughs> this is like the a, you know, this, preconception. Is, this, is a, this, is, this is cathartic, the show. It's like the, it's like the airing of grievances and the airing of misdeeds. No, so, so growing Tony up, I, I don't want to say that my mother was somewhat. Elitist. That's not the right word. A snob. She was more no. It's not worse than elitist. But there was there was a there was a sense that snowmobiles, jet skis, they made a lot of noise. Power boats. They were making noise. They were not as good as the ones that were like the sailboats and the downhill skiing. Yeah, it's, and she's they, a know, sailboat person who looks down on power boats. Yes. And, and so I, I, I love I'm, sailboats and I love power boats. I don't understand this. Sailboats are better. One is not better than the other. No, so it's anyway, not. that's the way I grew up. Kind of had that in my head. Never really appreciated. Never had a chance to do it until I went on a jet ski several years ago in the Grand Caymans. And holy cow, is that the most fun thing ever? There is absolutely. There's that that commercial with the little girl. There is no way to go on a jet ski and not have a grin on your face. Exactly. And I'm assuming that snow. Uh, snowmobiling, snowmobiling is the same. Is the I same did way. it up in uh, Vermont. I did it in New Hampshire. I did it in North Dakota, South Dakota. <laughs> I did it, on, it right into the White House in Washington D.C. Ah! Thank you. <laughs> now, now you've. Um, what was I going to say? Um, I can't believe that's you, Honey Boo Boo. With, with, with it's not Honey Boo Boo. That's no, the mom. That's the no, mom. the the girl is Honey Boo Boo. So she got thin and tall. Yes, she yeah. got thin and tall, and Honey she's freaking cute. Boo Boo. Wow. She's adorable. She is. She, she stepped on our stuff, and yeah. it didn't break, so you know she's lost a lot of weight. She should have chokeslammed the broad. So listen, you've been to the islands, too, and all this stuff that you've yes. done. Have you, have you ever gone parasailing? I want to yes, do that. Yes, we did. Now, we now did. I'm afraid yes. of the heights, but I want to do parasailing. We did it in Key West. Yep. We did that in Key West, Florida. I would love to do that. I would awesome. love to do parasailing. It was awesome. It was awesome. So, uh, By the way, Alex Smith is open? here, but he's still know. wearing no, no, his no, 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 they're not Alex Smith shirts. They're not number 11s. They're number 15s. Oh, I could see. I look like an 11 from here. Yeah, no, it's not. I checked. I double checked. Because now what do you do with all your Alex Smith jerseys? You, you, you trade them to somebody, somebody in Washington for something. Wow. That was the big story. Yeah, they, but, you know, not, another, another, 
other than the Super Bowl, there's been a lot of big news. I mean, we have NBA news with the Blake Griffin trade the other day. You had James Harden doing the first ever triple-double, 60-point triple-double. Which triple is incredible, double. man. First ever in NBA history. And he had less than five, he had less than ten turnovers. What, he had five, five, six yeah, turnovers? Yeah, five or six turnovers. And uh, they didn't cover the number, though, but James Harden had a triple-double. 60 points at 130 head fakes. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a great scorer. He is a great and scorer. And you, th you can thank the Oklahoma Sooners, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, City, Oklahoma Thunder. City Thunder, for that blunder. I know they couldn't keep all three guys, but tell me they wouldn't like to have James Harden on that Durant, roster. Durant, uh, Ibaka, Westbrook, Harden. That was their chance. Tony, that, that is their a chance. solid four right there. Now, there's no way they were going to keep James Harden, though. But they should have they they won, they they won a championship. And they should have won a and championship. And then Seattle would have been really mad because they, they should have been in Seattle. And that's the argument, which is like a lot of cities complain about stuff. This is, this is, this is crazy in here, man. I mean, just, just the, the pit itself over here. I'm sorry, I'm popping over here. The, the pit, pit of is, misery is, is starting to, uh, to really, really fill up, man. There's just, just random people walking around, large gentlemen in, in plaid suit jackets uh, everywhere. Uh, who else is over there? So many Hall of Famers. Mike Haynes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's a lot it's, of fun. It's you a, get it's, worn out, and people, you know, this is fun. Don't get me wrong, and I'm not complaining. It's a lot but of work. this isn't a vacation by any means. I don't think, I, I think, I think it hit Luigi, what, was it last night or today last that it night, hit you last hard? Night. Last Luigi's night. Luigi's a battered performer already. No, but I'm well, loving but this, man. Somebody, I'm good. somebody that's awesome. never done it before. It's they, a grind. And, and they don't know what to expect. I mean, this is just so much more... Um, it starts at 8 a.m. Yeah. when we wake up, and then it goes till midnight. We are not complaining. No, no not it's at just, all. It, this is so just I'm just saving, giving you an yeah. example of, you know, hey, you're having fun, you're going to all the parties, but you do it because you want to do it and because you feel like you're going to miss something if you don't. Even though you're wearing yourself out, it's still fun. It's a fun wearing yourself out. Like, you get to go to an amusement park where there's drinks and food. Yes. And you don't have to pay for it. That's that, the that, best part. That part's fun. We were having, <laughs> they had walleye sliders last yes. night. What is Did it? Did you have one at Walleye's Fish? Oh, I didn't know that. That's where we're going to catch tomorrow you on Lake Minnetonka. Did, like, I just ate it. was good. <laughs> it was walleye. We had the Luigi just ate it. He didn't know what it was. No, he was, was like, I don't know. It was good. Famous days. They had asparagus sticks. They had a lot of really cool things. They had those spicy chicken balls. A lot of balls. They had a lot of balls. A lot of different balls. chicken balls. They had shrimp balls. Buffalo cauliflower Brian Westbrook in the house right now. Where's Brian Westbrook? Brian Westbrook right over there. Uh, we saw him last night, too. We were partying you with him. You know what? I'm going to go try to go grab Brian. Get him over here, See if he can give man. me five minutes. Get B. West in the house, yo. Yeah, that's all we can do because Lee Steinberg will be back here in just a second. Is he in just a second? When's yep, he coming yep. over here? Oh, he'll be here in two minutes. But you know how these things are. You, you plan an interview like Vince Papali. Those guys uh, well, it was ran long. Siciliano's fault. He was just... Chatting. No, it's my fault because I just never stopped talking with him. Well, Siciliano was, you know, he, he does, he does like, you guys like to, well, it's not just, it's both of your guys' fault. You guys By like talking way, Robin, to each other. By the way, there's no such thing as your guys's. Oh, come on. Lose that your guys's. Your guys's is. A, no, it's not. It's I not acceptable in any language, in any city. I do believe that it is going to be in the dictionary. No, it's not. That's one thing I've possible. never said, and when I hear it, I grimace. It's like saying "use guys." No, I don't do that. Use guys and you, you, you guys, your, yours guyses, or whatever you say. It's the plural of guys, guyses. But how do you say it again now? <laughs> you guyses. That's not good. Come That's on. I'd rather hear "use" or "yins" like they say in no, Pittsburgh. No, no, I can't do that. I can't do those. But I like you guyses. For me, that is the plural of guys and guyses. Ridiculous. Do people, do people agree with me? Come on. I don't know. I'm not Come on, on Twitter. social media. I, I, can't, I can't do social media while I'm doing the show. I can't. I'm sorry. I'm trying to. 
But I go home and then I go through all my emails and all my tweets. I try to watch them. We're out and about and we tweet stuff. And then I, I, then I do typos because I can't see because I, I didn't bring my, my, my phone with me last night because it was dead. So then I don't have my thin optics so I can't see when I'm tweeting. It is an outrage. It is an outrage. It is an outrage. You know what? I need to suggest something to the thin optics people because they're so fantastic about suggestions. You know what you need? They need to add to their repertoire what? because they already have the ones for the back of the phone. They have the keychain one. They need to make like a little pendant chain one that you can just hang around your neck or so that, that you can put it underneath. Oh, yeah. 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 And then that way you wouldn't have to worry about one, having your phone with you or two, your keys because sometimes you leave those. But if you had it around your neck or a pen, you wouldn't. You know, wouldn't that be awesome? I hate when I fall on my keys too, because that really hurts. Former great, uh, and I, well, Mighty Duck Charlie Conway in the house. Is he here? Yeah, he just went over there. No, it's uh, just a guy wearing just, a Mighty I, Duck shirt, right? Uh, Westbrook's getting ready to sit down and do some stuff. But Vaisikahema's over there as well. Vaisikahema. Yeah, Brian, Brian, Brian Mitchell's over there. Beautiful man. They're all, but they're all sitting down, getting ready to do some stuff. It's it's just busy, man. All these shows are starting up now. Don't they so. know that? I, don't don't they know who I am? I, I I know who you are. No, they know who I you am. You are too. who you are. It's, what I am, I am what well, I yeah, am. Lee coming up again, people are asking. Lee Steinberg's going to join us next. And you know who's Lee standing Steinberg. out there? There's a guy with a Pat Mahomes jersey, and you know why? Because he is the future. He will be your new quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs. And we talked to Pat Mahomes last last year, and who's represented by Lee Steinberg. Yes. And, and Tony, you were saying, too, and you know, you knew his father, the p pitcher. Pat Mahomes, the pitcher. And then Pat Mahomes came here last year with his mother. Yep. We gave her a pair of thin optics last year, remember? Pat, and the Joy Joy kid. watches, too. And the Joy Joy watches. What a great kid he is. And, and Lee's got to be, with the news yesterday, that Alex Smith has been traded from busting. Kansas City. He's got to be busting. He's going to be yes. like a proud papa now with his uh, one of his picks from last year uh, ready to elevate oh, to yeah. the next level. Actually, they're hoping that we're going to be, because Pat had so much fun being on the show last year, um, they're hoping that we can have him on again. We're just trying to figure out schedule-wise. I think he's going to demand being on this show. He Leiter sees all the these house. other shows here. You think they want to go on these other shows and just go from table to table? Nobody else is as fun as this show. That's for dang sure. You're damn right. They know it. Mahomes had a good preseason, too, man. Who? Pat Mahomes. He had a good preseason, yeah, too. Yeah, no, he, Pat he, Mahomes. He people really, love really him well. in Minnesota. They love him. Now, and he's going to be good. I have I have feedback about you guys's. Clark C. Simpson says, you guys, is only acceptable in Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. Fond du Lac, Wisconsin, which is not far from here, but we're not going there next. Then Mark Millsap says, you guys are the best. You guys Thank is... you. Thank no, you. I, 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 that, that bothers me as much as yous. When I hear somebody say yous or <laughs> yous guys. And you can hear wow. the excitement from the Kansas City Chiefs and the Pat Mahomes The Pat Mahomes era has officially begun in Kansas City. Chiefs fans, feeling you. Jerry Rice is in the house, ladies and gentlemen. A guy wearing a Jerry Rice jersey. There's no Joe Montana Kansas City Chief jersey there. Is, there, there isn't one Chief playing in this game. However, they are heavily represented here. The contingent is here, Tony. How the many people have Joe? Remember, Joe Montana won a playoff game with the Kansas City Chiefs. First playoff right. game they won in Kansas City in a long time. I think that was their last playoff win was Joe Montana <laughs> with the Kansas City Chiefs. I know. Tony, we, now, Tony, we have somebody on the phone here. Why, why, don't, we, why don't we go to the phone lines? We're going to uh, go blind now. Let's go to the phone. Oh, we had to get him on. Who do we have? Oh, we got, we got it. Mr. Heavy Breathing himself. He is not a heavy breather. He's a heavy breather. You mean great Jim from Cheltenham? You know it. Jim, how are you, pal? Welcome from Radio Row in the bold north and, of course, the Mall of America. How's it going, Jim? 
I don't hear him. Is he there? He's on, I, I have it up. Jim, you there? Uh, apparently, it's, it's something crapped out. Let Not me try which. to reload it. I know, Tony. I know. It's we can get guys from Australia that sound like they're right next to us. You know who else I want to get on, and I'm going to have to call him because he's not here. Stan Walters. We oh, took Ryan in the yeah. Merrill. I finally got his number again, and he still lives in Atlanta. And we got to get Stan Walters on because he I was part of that to first his Super house. Bowl. If you're lucky, you'll go in Atlanta next year because that's where he lives. Because apparently he lives in Terra. Yes, he does. And I was there. I was when I was there. <laughs> I live in Terra every day, Tony. Yes, you do. No, not Terror. Tara. I know. I know. It's a like, Gone with the as Wind in joke. Gone with the Wind, the beautiful. I've never seen Gone with the Wind. I haven't either. I just know, Mansion frankly, my dear, I don't give a the, damn. The big oak trees and the, the, the moss swaying gently in the breeze. Anyway, Stan Walters, former Eagle All-Pro left tackle on the first Super Bowl team in 1980 in New Orleans. We were doing a show together every night from the Super Bowl, but not on Radio Row, from a sleazy hotel room in Metari, Louisiana. And uh, Stan lives in Atlanta, so I was there for Final Four a couple of years ago. And I got his number. I called him, and he invited me over to his house. And he and his wife are whining and dining me. They live in a mansion. This guy's wife was an executive at Scott Paper Company. And then she's and Stan was running a landscaping company. I mean, they're the most successful couple that I probably have ever met, other than celebrities, other than like actors. But but I see Lee Steinberg walking around. He's walking around and he's looking this way. He's looking. He's looking. He's back. Can I try? Back, can I back, just back, try back. to see if the phones work at all, or should we? No, just... we got Lee coming over. Right, Is he ready to come on now? Oh, I have no. I have Lee ready. We, we, we have Lee ready for Lee. He's smiling even bigger today at, on this uh, Wednesday of Super Bowl day, <laughs> Super Bowl week, because like a proud papa, he found out yesterday that his boy, Pat Mahomes, is ready to step up now that Alex Smith is gone. Pat Mahomes represented by the great. Lee Steinberg. He's had stables of great quarterbacks over the years, over the decades. Congratulations. Do you feel like a proud papa today, Lee? <laughs> <laughs> or grandfather. <laughs> well, you know, I went home last night to my hotel room, and when I went back, Patrick was the backup quarterback of the Chiefs. Half hour later, the Mahomes era had begun. Exactly. So, as Andy Reid said, that you know, this is it. He's handing the reins over to Pat. They're not going to go out and sign another veteran, right? I'm not sure who else they have on the roster. Exactly. <laughs> so, I think he's one player signed. So we had so much fun talking to him last what year, a great and it's kid. such. It, it's so great to see what has happened in just one short year for him. Well, remember when we brought him here last year? People were saying second round, third round. Yeah. He's so far away, and I finally got tired of even trying to correct them <laughs> exactly and but you know you it's not about breaking down film or watching him play in college it's about the total package and that's what you guys do there is it's not just about i got the quarterback with the biggest arm i got a guy who's who's well-rounded who, who who's going to be developed into a player mo not just physically which he already has but the emotional things and the, all the things you need to step up to the next level well see and nobody i think comes better prepared being this early in their career because he grew up with uh, a father who was a major league pitcher, right, for a relief senior. pitcher, and his godfather, LaTroy Hawkins, who lived with them for a while, pitched for 20 years. Right. Even so, Luigi remembers LaTroy Hawkins. Of course, Tony. <laughs> Great pitcher. So, yeah, when you have athletes, but not every family, like Michael Jordan's kids didn't turn out to be pros. You know, we see uh, any a lot of big athletes. Their kids, uh, uh, Dion. 
Dion's one of his sons is in an athlete. Everybody assumes that if your dad's an athlete, a world-class athlete, the son's going to do the same thing, and that's not always the case. Well, it's pretty clear, though, from when he was young that he was freakishly gifted um, with, I mean, he could pitch in, he could be a major league pitcher, he could be uh, this quarterback. But what he learned more, Tony, was the work ethic you need to succeed, the focus, and also how to ma- he watched his father have to maintain balance because nothing's more erratic up and down than being a relief pitcher. Exactly. Lee Steinberg's with us. So you got your new uh, batch, your new class. It's like the Saved by the Bell, the, uh, the college <laughs> years class. Come, I saw Bob Golick here who was on Saved by the Bell the college <laughs> years, if you will remember. But uh, who do you have this year? Because I know we're going to see you at your big uh, event on Saturday. It's uh, What's the name of the – again, I – this isn't uh, Lee doesn't go out and try to sell tickets to his event because <laughs> it's a charity thing and there's invited guests and media and we're always fortunate to be invited and we're looking forward Tony, to another one. You know, you and I started this uh, back when dinosaurs and woolly uh, <laughs> mammoths uh, rolled around the earth. I mean, yep. uh, and seriously, I got so addicted to your rim shots. I know Luigi's got to hit one for you here. Um, You're the only guest I've ever had on that requested rim shots yes, when you came on, Lee. Without saying anything funny. <laughs> exactly. Oh, it didn't well, matter. I can be funny. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Perfection. Um, absolutely. Well, the party this year, uh, we're going to give out humanitarian awards and philanthropic awards. And so Rick Spielman, who's the executive for the Vikings, will get one. And Andy Reid will get one. Eric Dickerson um, will get one. And we're doing a concussion summit right before that. So it's my ninth uh, conference I've called to get to awareness and uh, prevention solutions. So uh, sooner or later, one century or not, we'll make some impact on the concussion issue. No, but, you know, that's the thing. Now, people are more aware, but we had Carl Eller. We talked to him this morning, you know, the Purple People Eaters. Those guys would, back in the day when they were playing here at Metropolitan Stadium, when this was an outdoor grass and field frozen tundra, you know, the old, hey, you all right? How many fingers am I pointing up? Oh, you're okay. Go back in the game. That's how it's all changed now, and people are finally aware of it. I did my first uh, con- player safety concussion conference in 1994, and we had Troy Aikman and Steve Young and Warren Moon and Drew Bledsoe there. And the expert for the NFL was a man named Elliot Pellman, who uh, was uniquely qualified because he's a rheumatologist, um, to be the head of the brain uh, uh, summit, uh, called me a fear monger for raising this as an issue. Really? Yes, wow. In Sports Illustrated. That's unbelievable. Yes. A fear monger. You know, we know Bill Romanowski and what he's been through, and he's gone through all the treatments, and now he's broadcasting again because he was at the point where, with all the concussions he uh, uh, sustained, he finally went to a guy, and he's doing hyperbaric chamber treatments. And there's a lot of ways that you can help the brain because the brain swells. And then everything that you do, your motor function, your ability to talk, that's all messed up. But there are ways, and now because of the efforts of people like you who realize this, because you have athletes who are human beings and not robots and machines that just come back in and get a tweak and go back out and play, it's really become widespread, the concern for this, and it should be. Well, so you look at it from the standpoint of uh, prevention. So... The Ivy League this last year actually played a season of football with no hitting during uh, training camp and no hitting during uh, the season. So that's one way to look at it in in cutting it down. And then um, we don't have helmetry that does more than uh, protect against skull fracture. 
Here's the best part of this, Tony, because there's a profit incentive now right. in prevention and cure. We're finally getting engineers and doctors and different people uh, trying to innovate uh, in this area. So that's a little bit promising. But at the party, we're doing a live hookup between the um, troops in the field in Afghanistan and the party so they can sort of, you know, join in. And uh, oh, then I've got awesome. the Sober Bowl that I'm co-hosting on uh, Sunday, <laughs> which will be the only, probably the only concentric square footage in the North Pole we're in right now. I'm the nook of the north. Uh, <laughs> that'll be not be alcohol-filled. So it's for people who would like an alternative. And one of the things, and, I, and I'm San Diego, I mean, there's so many great, the aquariums. Every, every year you go to the city, and you always represent the people. Like last year in Texas, in Houston, with Earl, you know, with, with, uh, with Earl uh, Campbell. Earl Campbell came in and obviously not, not doing well. He came in in a wheelchair, but everybody loved him. You had a lot of great Texas Houston players from Vince the past. Vince Young there. Vince Young was there. A lot Ricky of the Texans. Williams. Yeah, that was that was a fun event. And mm -hmm. you mentioned you're going to have Minnesota-based stuff here as well. Well, and we're giving an award to Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, who's, give him all the awards. Who's, yes. For, who's from this area. And um, so that, that'll that be uh, sort of fun. The new guys, Ronald Jones, a running back from USC, that I think is a really good prospect. We didn't sign the two quarterbacks in from SC and UCLA, but we signed four quarterbacks. So we've got Riley Ferguson from Memphis, and we've got um, Chase Lydon from Marshall, and, and Nick Shimanek from, uh, from Texas Tech, and Logan Woodside from Toledo. So people probably say you're, you're, you're based in Southern California and you got the two kids who are hyped now at UCLA and USC. What was, the, what was their thought process? Because you're the quarterback you're the quarterback super agent. So did they contact you? Do you contact them? How did that work? So, you know, a lot of it's dependent on family structure. The families will do the interviews. We never really got a chance to talk to Sam Darnold because his father did a good job of screening him off until, um, you know, well after the whole season was over and, and he picked late. So it's... Um, it just rolls that way sometimes, and um, then you come back the next year and and uh, and have great clients. We're talking with the great, the great man who's going to have the party side. Now, tell me about the venue again, Lee. Lee Steinberg so, Super Bowl party. So you know because it's been the back lot of 20th Century Fox. Right. It's been Jazzland, the zoo. It's been a dude ranch. All the or the. Uh, Botanical gardens in, in Phoenix that we greened up. Here, w there was no place that could handle our amount of people. So we took a warehouse. Mm -hmm. And w so how do you invite people? Come to the warehouse. <laughs> no, come to this address on the street. What's there? Uh, a warehouse. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think the... Uh, but anyway, after we discovered it, now Maxim is using it for their party. Leather and Laces is using it for oh, their party. Okay. So we've created uh, something. So we'll have the usual fun caricaturists and uh, mm -hmm. virtual reality displays and new technology and all that. No, it's always a fun event. And I, there's another guy there that we may know a little bit, too. That, uh, that uh, Yes, Cosmo. That, that Cosmo guy. We, we love him. and uh, well, He's you know, got to be particularly jacked now that the Eagles are in it, right? Oh, my God. Um, 
wait until the Eagles fans get here. I mean, you've got a little taste of it, but wait until they start coming in Thursday, Friday, uh, Saturday. They are a jacked-up bunch. No doubt about it. Yes. Now, Tony's hosting the only Eagles Super Bowl viewing party at um, at the Town Hall Brewery right by U.S. Bank Stadium. Well, what you get with a team that hasn't been in for a while that has diehard fans is a lot of them will just come into the city. Exactly. They just want to be close. And uh, so that should be a hit. No, it's going to be fun. And it's interesting because we talked to the, you know, there's a lot of great, I mean, they have every restaurant and chain. They have Buffalo Wild Wings. You you name it, they have it. But a lot of them are already, you know, committed to local radio stations and iHeart. They have just uh, business relationships. So they didn't really designate. But, you know, in a lot of cities, like in Philly, there's a Kansas City Chiefs bar. In, in L.A., there's Eagles bars there's and there's every, Niner bars. In Los right? Angeles, you have basically all 32 right. And here teams. they don't. They did not have a pre-exit. There used to be an Eagles Nest bar, and it closed down several years ago. And there isn't one after the <laughs> championship <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so uh, Town Hall Brewery, they are uh, very excited to have Tony host. Great food, and then there's no cover. And where else have you heard of a Super Bowl party on Super Bowl Sunday where there's no cover charge? Our party. Well, yeah, because yours is. But your, your party is not no, just no, jo- it, Joe it's Schmo one, off it's, the feet. It's, it's, one, it's wonderful. And these, they are, I mean, it's fun to see people who are so excited about, you know, their team in football and their, their you know, die hard. It's all Silver Linings playbook, you know. Yeah, it really is. It I is. Mean, and, and Vince Papali was just here, my buddy, who I've known since he auditioned for the Eagles many, many years ago. And so he's going to be here. Mark Wahlberg will be back. And it's, you know, it's, it's not a regular, it's, it's beyond a football game now, Lee. The, the football's games are over. Now the uh, spectacle begins. Well, part of it is because the actual seat allocation is done largely corporate. Right. And people that don't even have a rooting interest. So unless you can get those tickets on, like, a secondary market, yeah. um, they're gone. It's not like half the stadium is for the Eagles and half for New England. No, you're I, right. I would think the whole country outside of that region is rooting for the Eagles. Well, yeah, I mean, again, Have it's you seen not the a, map? They, they, there's a well, map those, going those around are social ma- media. Yeah. yeah, but it's like uh, who's voting for the Eagles and who's voting for the Patriots? And almost the entire country is green except for New like, three England and, you know, and, and a couple of other cities. But no, and obviously the, the Patriots, I, you know, you've been around this forever as I have. Is there ever going to be another team? And we always say that we're never going to see this again and then we see it. But to have that kind of continued success because back in the Aikman days with the Cowboys and then and Montana and the Niners there was no salary cap so I'll tell you why why it's much more difficult to sustain that and why their achievement is so remarkable it's because this whole system from draft order to salary cap uh, is designed to force winning franchises to discard some of their best players right. and to build up franchises that are losing. So when you see someone frustrate that arc through rebuilding at the top then down again, the, they've done something remarkable, which is the New England stable ownership, same coach, same system, and they schematically are so smart that, oh, well, we lost Rob Gronkowski, best tight end in the game, no biggie. Uh, oh, well, uh, Julian Edelman can't play this year, no biggie. They're, 
it's almost as if when they decide to turn it on, their schemes are so good that there's always a wide receiver open, mm-hmm. that there's always somebody open. They're just that much better. So And I, having Brady and, and Belichick as the constant as well doesn't hurt. You're not. <laughs> so the answer is, here's what happens. You win the Super Bowl. All your free agents are hyper-valued by other teams who yep. will pay them much more than you know they're theoretically wor- uh, worth. You... Um, you have to discard players you don't want to discard uh, to fit under a salary cap. And, um, you know, the draft, the whole thing works the other way. New England doesn't even care if they have draft picks. I know. I mean, it's <laughs> first round. Uh, well, you don't hear the fans groaning, oh, they got, they got pick number 32 this year. Oh, that's going to hurt them. And it's somebody that you've <laughs> never heard of that you look in the draft book and is nowhere in the first round. And the guy goes on to play for them for 10 to 15 years. Exactly. It's so, an amazing organization. There's no doubt about that. Well, and and it, then the fans hate them because of their success, and it happens to all teams that are good. You're tired of it. But, you know, they're a great, great franchise. And that doesn't mean the Eagles don't have a chance because they played close Super Bowls over the years. They I mean, I really haven't blown anybody out. And I think this Eagle team is, is well-equipped to at least compete and have a really good chance of maybe I, I beating agree. them. I agree. I think so much of it comes down to Foles and what he's like in this game. I mean, he's been nails in, in, the, in the previous games. I mean, he's, you, you haven't noticed much of a difference. But um, what happens here? I still remember Troy Aikman telling me when he walked out of the, uh, right onto the Rose Bowl floor, he hyperventilated for about three minutes, <laughs> and he couldn't catch his breath. You know, so there's, there's something um, about this. But I think uh, the Eagles do actually you know, have a chance. The, the only frustrating part about watching the Patriots is, oh, they're two touchdowns behind. Look at Jacksonville is going to kill them and this and yep. this. And then, ba-boop, 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 touchdown. But I think the difference is Doug Peterson is not good. He, he obviously respects the Patriots, but he's not afraid of them. No, and he's not, not going he's not going to say, well, let's just run it three times at Ponton and hold them on defense. He's going to keep going for it on fourth down, and this team believes in him. I think he's really got this team hitting on all cylinders. And, you know, they they're have those intimidating dog masks. Yes. I didn't bring one with me, though. <laughs> I look bad enough. I don't need to conceal my face. Although I may wear one. But, I'm, you know, we're, you know what we're doing this year at your party. We will be wearing formal wear. Now, I know it's not a no- normally formal, but to honor you and your greatness and all of your support, and I, I'm, going to, I'm going to wear formal. Luigi's going to wear formal wear. I'm going to wear, Robin's going to wear formal wear. We're going, to, we're going to walk in, and people are going to think we're somebody this year when well, we come here. we may here. have to put you on stage, you know? Yeah, yeah well, I, I'm getting all gussied up. We're gonna I, got, I got yeah. something for you, Lee. What? You're going like, to so like what you see, brother. I'm telling you. We I may have to walk the red carpet again when we come in. Well, is there no, a red carpet? Yes, there's a red carpet. You don't even go to the party. You just keep walking the red carpet. And That's back what I do. And, forth and, back and then yeah. wait for people to say, who the hell are these people? <laughs> yeah, until you get to the back of the factory and see you later, chief. That's <laughs> it. Get them out of the warehouse in the back. There's a back door. Just throw them out. You know who I always <laughs> feel sorry for uh, during the Super Bowl is any black male who's wearing sweats. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's a biochemist or yeah, yeah, he's, exactly. uh, you know, he's a Supreme Court judge, but uh, who do you play for? Yeah, you're exactly right. <laughs> Especially exactly. if they're taller. It's like, uh, oh, you have to be a player. It, exactly. It's like, who do you play for? Uh, I think we have a few other things we can do in the world. Well, it's great to talk. Your son does a great job. Your whole organization does a great job. Yes. They you. do it right. He asked me, you could come into the Super Bowl. You're going to come to our party this year, and I say, "Are you kidding me?" 
Are you serious? Well, you know, you're a veteran. Um, it's, I actually ran into a guy named Howard Balzer here who came to the first one we had in 1985. And that was at my house in Berkeley. <laughs> and when the party was over, I woke up the next morning, and there were all these journalists and other people sleeping on the couches. <laughs> I'm like, uh, this was not a slumber party, but it turned into one. Those are the best kind. No, they don't want to leave. Not when you got a bunch of slobby press guys in there, and they're nah. sleeping in your couch and going in your refrigerator at 2 in the morning. Okay, well. Lee, we'll see you, you on Saturday. Thank okay. you so much. Thank Always you. great to see you. The great. Give him a roaring my round pleasure. of applause. And one more rim shot, just I to get him through the, the rim shot rather than more. No, give him a rim. No, oh, FYI, Lee already knows all about it, so we don't need to explain it to him. We're, We're just giving, giving him the new packages. Thin optics with new packaging and the keychain because you loved them so much last year, Lee. You remember when we gave them to you last yes, year? Yes, I do. They are a phenomenal, phenomenal product, and we thank you. And you can take those. And we have other uh, motifs too. They have all different kinds of. Uh, packaging now. So if you're at the Super Bowl, you need to think thin optics. Because they're always with you. Because they're always with you. Lee Steinberg, ladies and gentlemen. Now give him a roaring round of applause. You got it, Tony. We, we had an audience here earlier, but they got bored and they went to take a steak. Good to see you, Lee. We'll see you this Saturday. You. Now coming, up, is, coming up next is the fabulous John Clayton. John Clayton is going yes, to join us now. He is going to be here in just a second. But um, if... Why don't we just quickly have some transition music, and we'll be back in two seconds. Don't go anywhere. Scotty doesn't know that Fiona and me do it in my van every Sunday. She tells him she's in church, but she doesn't go. Still, she's on her knees, and Scotty doesn't know. She's out shopping But she's under me And I'm not stopping All right, we are back live in the Mall of America. It's sort of a mild hush has fallen over Radio Row because we have official royalty, Radio Row royalty. The only guy who may have been to as many as these as I have, or probably more, the great John Clayton. John, how are you, buddy? Tony, how are you? We go back, 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 back. <laughs> when the do. incline was, was parallel. The Whoosh. incline in Pittsburgh was just a straight road that went through the city. And <laughs> yeah, it went yeah. through the mountain before they went up. Exactly. And now you're wearing my Philadelphia headphones now. Your That's going over very well. Yeah. Your friends and family in Pittsburgh are going to be angry now, or your friends in no, Seattle? No, they'll be okay. Yeah. Okay. Because, yeah. John, you know, now people will know you're a Pittsburgh native, but right. you've been in Seattle. How long in Seattle? 86. Now? 86 years. That's a no, hell no, of a long no, time. No, thanks, Tony. It's like, <laughs> thanks for aging me like that. By the way, how, how is your wife? Uh, she's getting a little bit better, a little bit stronger. She had a good day of rehab today, so that was good. She and died. this is the first Super Bowl she's not attending, right, in a uh, while? First one since 1994. Wow. Yeah. Well, you send her our best. We saw her last year in Houston. And yeah. I was wondering when I saw you, I, I didn't see her around, and I was hoping things were okay. Yeah, it's been a struggle. It's been a very tough month, but she's slowly but, but surely sure getting better. But I'm sure that also being here, the cold would not have done her any good. No. 
And but, uh, let's put it this way. She'd really like the mall. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 520 <laughs> stores. Exactly. Did you I, see the one over there? You can get the best wide sleep in the whole wide world with MyPillow.com. Oh, yeah, yeah. MyPillow.com store. My, Mike Lindell oh, comes in there and personally autographs each one. I have to go one. over there. I have to go over there and try it out. On the west side. I yeah. need, I am, I'm a pillow. Robin like, buys pillows every day. It's a, oh, that's the best pillow now, and she buys it. And, and then, then they In the whole work. wide world, yeah. And they don't work, so now I really want to try try one of them because I'm like, I didn't want to order it until I could try it. Yeah. Most you can't, you can try mattresses, but you can't try pillows. Like I go into Walmart and I have $4 mattress uh, pillows. I pull one out. I, I put my head up against it. This is good enough. Right. Let's get out of here. It's $4 plus tax and we're in good shape. Yeah. So how's it going, John? Of course, John and I, ESPN veterans from back in the day, moving on to bigger and better things. Now, you're just basically doing, and I know you come to all yeah. events and you're still an NFL guy. Right. But you're based in Seattle, right? So you're do. doing local stuff? I do stuff? 10 to 12 local, uh, six days a week. On which station in Seattle now? Uh, 710 ESPN Seattle. 710 ESPN Seattle. And then uh, I'm the main fill-in. I'm moving the chains on Sirius. Like tomorrow, I'll go do two hours because I know Jim Miller needed a two-hour break. And then next week, I'll probably do three days. So Pat Kerwin and I will be together. I get to host, and Pat gets to do everything that he does so well. And so that's always a blast. been doing that now two years. And then I did a I mean, two years ago for ESPN, I did Sidelines on radio. It's the most fun thing I oh, ever yeah. did. So what I did is to stay neutral. Because you know I'm neutral. I'm, I mean, I'm, I, even though I got the Philadelphia headsets on, right. I'm neutral. And so I did the opposing team sidelines on the Seahawks broadcast because it's on 710. And so home and away, you know, I did 19 to 20 games. I had to go to the Hall of Fame for one week. Had a blast doing it. Start doing some Westwood stuff, I hope, next year. And uh, I'm just loving it. John Clayton, well, because moving the chains. That's what we do. We get the uh, the velvet chains and the velvet ropes, and our and the parties we go to are all off the chains, and okay, we move yeah. those to get in, the, so we can sneak into these parties that were. Those are the MMA type chains. Those or? no, no, we, we kind of chain platinum chains really for Luigi. He's a platinum chains with diamonds in it kind of guy. I used to be. Not anymore. No, not anymore. I grew up a little bit. And John, of course, used to have the mullet, which was we talked about this a couple yes. of years ago when the, with the ESPN when you had the ponytail and people thought well, you really. Makes had you the, assume I still don't have it. Because it's I just I saw you. I looked no, it's behind. tucked in. Oh, is it tucked yeah, in? Tucked in. It yeah. was one of the greatest ESPN commercial bits they ever did. It probably did. is. They had a, his mom. <laughs> they the had best. a lot of great commercials, but I, I, you probably get it all the time. That was probably the most fun commercial and, and most unexpected commercial yes. of all of them. Yeah, yeah. And I know that they actually had a special de- determined. A thirty it, for thirty on the on your no, hair. No, no, no. Oh, they, they, what I, if I no, told you? Well, I didn't say documentary. <laughs> I said they had a special. And so what they did, they had a one month vote for the best ESPN commercial, and you know. I've got 1.5 million followers on Twitter, but I didn't Are you follow me, John, by the way? Absolutely. Okay. Oh, good for you. <laughs> but you're not following me. I'm not? Yes, Wait, I tell am. You're not following John Clayton. I'm following John Clayton. Yeah, there's no way he's not. So we go back in there, and we have the, uh, the com- competition. And so I have 1.5, and I didn't tweet out to vote for me, because that's not my nature. Right. Too humble, I guess. No ego. And so... Jay-Z. You would have won that thing in a landslide. No, 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 but Jay-Z had Robinson Cano. And so the Robinson Cano commercial with Jay-Z's three million got number one. I got number two, but I'll take number two. So you didn't even self-pimp no. yourself. No. So you got number easy. two with no pimping. And he has one point. For that. That's the point about it. He wasn't bragging about having one point million followers. He was saying that he was in the competition and could have just said, hey, all you great yeah. followers of mine, do me a favor, vote. And vote right. for John Clayton. It's like, you know, all-stars. Vote, you know, Joel Embiid. Right. And the NBA does NBA vote. So why shouldn't John Clayton 
vote for tell people to vote. Can you vote for yourself? How many times did you go online and vote for yourself? I did not. You didn't do that. I didn't do that. See, I would do that if I was in a poll and you could vote for yourself. I would start. I would. I would. I would vote for myself repeatedly. What do you think you'd have me doing in my downtime? Get in there and vote. 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 That's why you have to have the votes where it's only one vote per day. Yeah. You know that they have some sites and then people find a way to get around. They create like 50 different email addresses. It's an outrage. That's why you're a humble and great man, John, because you don't resort to that kind of stuff. No. You don't resort to Robinson Cano dirty tricks and Jay-Z dirty tricks. Well, plus, I mean, he was going around the building giving everybody any kind of diseases. Remember, that was what the commercial was. Exactly. Yeah. People were coughing, sneezing. And it wasn't as good. I'm sorry. Now, Luigi's a big Jay-Z and Robinson Cano fan. Which but are ESPN, we all? Which, which, uh, which ESPN commercial was the best? The, the best ESPN commercial? I like John's. Yeah. But my favorite ESPN commercial of all time is, Follow with, me to freedom? is, with, David, is with David Ortiz. When, he, when, he, when he's sitting in the room and he put the Yankees hat on and Wally, the mascot, comes walking by, he's like, Wally, hey, Wally. And Wally's like, I can't. I can't believe it. He's in his Red Sox gear and he had the Yankees hat on. That was the best one. That's ever. not the best. That's, that's the best not even one. Top, that's yes, not even top ten. You said my favorite. I said not the. That's why you're not involved in these polls, and that's why we don't do polls on the show. I only worry about one kind of poll, and there that's were only it, two. Who was number three? So you said it would. I have no idea. So they only, but they did they have a top five? I think so. Yeah. See, John doesn't care when you're number two and number, and and the other people that you're talking about aren't even in the vapor trail. It doesn't matter. But I love the vapor trail. That's a great term right there, Tony. The vapor trail? <laughs> Pulling out all the stops on Rio this week, Tony. We're moving to change with John Clayton here on the Tony Bruno Show podcast. And as you can see, John, I've upgraded here. You remember everybody's got little tables? What does it say? Uh, what, I, what I like is, you know, you got the uh, silhouette of your head and yeah. you signed it. I signed it myself. Yeah, yeah, but the great part is he also signed his head. <laughs> I did, yep. yes. It's tattooed, actually. I, I'm, I'm, it's, it's the new Alfred. Remember Alfred Hitchcock, which is still on late at nights on yeah. MeTV, yeah. and he walks into a silhouette? That's what I'm going to do. I should do that, except I don't want to have to go from I'd have to go from left to right, which is uh, not my strength. No. I, we should have had the head facing the other way, Robin, so I can go from right to left. Oh, and then you could have had, like, you could face yourself. Exactly. So, John, let's talk about there's a game coming up this weekend. Not the Pro Bowl. I just want to interject a little bit lighthearted before you go into that. I want to say something because I think a lot of people love the fact when when, uh, celebrities like you come on and talk to Tony. When you are on TV and you are doing, you're talking business, sports, you a lot of times that you don't see somebody's personality as much as when you get to talk to somebody like Tony who you guys are just shooting the breeze and you guys are talking about old times and reminiscing and I love how humanizing it makes people that you normally just see up on that screen and it's just so much fun having you on. I appreciate that. Very that was nice. a long-winded way of saying that. Well, when John and I were doing ESPN Radio, we always had fun. We got oh, yeah. to the information, but when we would do the Saturday morning, Saturday night, Sunday night, Sunday morning shows. But I think people forget. I think people forget that these are real people up up, up there. They just, you know, they see but them up on that little box. The great part is, you know, working with Tony like I did, I mean, you know, you, you can be the information person. You can be able to present this stuff. Tony also taught me the entertainment part of it. Well, so I didn't now, teach you that, John. You're from Pittsburgh. You, you, you know entertainment. Well, yeah. You go to Pramani's brother. That's oh, absolutely. I mean, there's nothing better than getting the, the sandwich, this coleslaw, and the fries all in the same sandwich. Exactly. I mean, you don't have to worry about that. Now, have you had a Permanis brother sandwich? No, I have not. It's like it's to, it's to, it's to Pittsburgh what the cheesesteak is to Philly, yeah. right? Right. I mean, it's massive. 
But I never got this, and that's an old school thing. Like the cheesesteak was, you know, they want to have lunch, let's throw some meat and some cheese and a piece of bread, and you go because you don't have time to sit down for lunch. That's pretty much what happened in another blue-collar town like Pittsburgh. That's how the Permanente Brothers Sandwich came up to be, Yeah, but right? the great part is, particularly if you go down to the uh, one downtown, just on the outskirts of downtown, at 2 o'clock in the morning, it's the best because you'll see people in there in tuxes, People in there, I mean, they have pimps, they have policemen. I mean, it's like everybody is in there. You never know what you're going to find in there. Exactly. It's like there's nothing better than going in and getting a mani sandwich with a pimp on one side and a cop on the other. It's great. Well, it's just like Philadelphia, too, though. I mean, it's the same exact thing. When people and pimping ain't easy in any of those cities. It's not easy anywhere, Tony. The great John Clayton. Our John, who do you like? I don't mean personally. Oh, I, 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 I like my, my wife. I mean, Well, yeah. I, no. I hope so. Yeah. I like Robin a little bit, too. That's good. Well. That's good. And I don't like Luigi, but that Why doesn't matter. Why don't you matter. like Luigi? What? I'm just kidding. I just I, I told he saw what okay. he saw. Is that because people. of the Ortiz commercial? Yeah, that's what. No, it was. Yeah, no, okay. No, what he is, lost bonus Tony, points Tony's on that. Take, Tony's taking this as a personal hazing ritual for himself. He said, "This is my first Super Bowl." Tony takes something personal. Yes. Boy, there's news. No, no. He, I, he, I, no, listen. He like loves Andrew Siciliano, Chuck Wilson, all the great people I work with. Yeah. One of the things that I do to try to get the camaraderie going and the feeling that we're family is I I, I don't. I don't diminish them. I don't call them names. I just have some fun to loosen them up and right. get them in the flow. No, I you don't need to like harden the shell a little bit. Exactly. Yeah, I, don't industry, yeah. right? I don't take anything personal. We have we have a fantastic relationship, Tony and I. Absolutely. So when I when I scold them, sometimes they'll get a little angry. Yeah. But it's all good natured stuff. It's it's. But all they're both from Philly. Like oh, okay. That's like, I don't throw it. beer cans at his car in Philadelphia. Yeah. Like he's a Vikings player. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, he throws quality product at my car. I throw good stuff. Wine at him. So this is kind of like the old relationship with the uh, hockey team. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Only we don't the play Broad Street bullies. Only we don't play hockey. We just fight. That's all. Yeah. That's anymore. Now the NBA, you have to go to the NBA to watch fighting because there's yeah. no more in hockey. It's better than watching a boxing match, man. It really is. It's exactly. some quality mixed martial arts on an NBA court these days. I'm still trying really to do. figure out the Blake Griffin trade. What was that? I don't know. You know I, I think the Clippers messed up even with the Chris Paul trade. Yeah. They traded him two years too late. They could have got, got a king's ransom for Chris Paul. Instead, they traded away for nothing. Literally, literally nothing. And it is the same thing with Blake Griffin. You know what the great part of the NBA is? Is that... I, I, I got so much in the last two years in the NBA free agency in July, NBA trades, and the great part is you take a look at it, you see all the moves that are made, you can see what's going to happen, you know that Golden State's going to win the championship, you know that Boston's going to win the <laughs> East, I mean, you know that Houston was going to be better, you know that Cleveland was going to fall apart, and then you don't have to watch any games. Exactly. It was the same thing with the NFL as far as the pay. You know the Patriots are going to yeah. be in the Super Bowl, right. and then you're trying to figure out who else might have a chance? Because I looked at all the ESPN analysts and like, everybody, and it's, it's human nature. In the AFC, there were only two teams they picked. That's correct. Pittsburgh and New England. And that Those was in May. Two. And you could that, do that in May. In May, right? And they I weren't did. wrong. I mean, nobody put Jacksonville in there, right? No, no. Nobody put the Eagles on the NFC. It was Dallas, Green Bay, right? And so then, then Eagle fans and fans are like, see, they always pick the favorite. And that's what you do in sports. That's it. When you're doing national, you pick the favorites because they're supposed to win. Right. right? Well, with all due respect, I mean, three of, the la three of the four teams that were in the AFC and NFC championship teams, 